Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Perth's Premier Podcast, Monkey Sword Fight, with me, your host, Lord Jordan Patrick. The Lord of Glencoe. The Lord of Glencoe. <laughs> and my co-host, Mr. Michael Dots. Word with Dots. Meg's favourite, Chuck's favourite. <laughs> You'll never reach your destination if you throw stones at every dog that barks. <laughs> That's what? <laughs> can't stop and acknowledge all the little people. Just keep going. What did the little people ever do to you? They slowed me down. That's why I hit them with rocks. No. Who's throwing stones at dogs? That was from a, a famous person. Which famous person? I don't know. Hold on. I was on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's my favorite one so far. I still don't get it. <laughs> you can't stop and throw stones at everyone. So, like, you can't stop and argue with people on your way to... You've upset podcast dog. Oh, sorry. Throwing stones it's at okay, little no, dogs. Not dogs. Not the confused, the confused voice you hear is Andy okay. Mack on the ones and twos, as per usual. What's happened? Oh, man. And we're joined this week by the first lady of the podcast, Megan Choffbane. Thank you for my uh, nickname there. Cheers, babe. <laughs> to be fair, it was, it was just a joke on Instagram. It was Mike who sort of perpetuated it on the podcast, so... No, Thanks, Mike. Got the first lady thing? No, the no, chuff. chuff. Oh yeah, I just think it's a cool nickname. <laughs> That's what I said. I was saying when I when I said when I said in the group chat, should I bring Megan along? Uh, Mike's words were, "Yeah, we're due a chuff episode." <laughs> You're all welcome, everyone. And I did have to also explain chuff to my mum earlier. <laughs> is that what this is going to be called? The chuff episode? Oh yes. Oh. Title nailed on. Nailed on. And now a word from our sponsor. Ladies and gents, this week's episode is sponsored by Paul Patrick Plumbing and Heating, small, reliable plumbing heating company, gas safe registered, fully insured from tap washers to heating systems, no job too small. Get in contact now, about a system flush coming up for the cold weather, pay for it now instead of paying the price later and your boiler will thank you for it. Once again, thank you for all who have contacted us on our email, monkeycertifiedpodcast at gmail.com. Those who have reached out on Twitter, which is msf underscore podcast. Instagram, monkeycertifiedpodcast, I believe. Monkeycertifiedpodcast, all one word, yeah. Facebook, Podbean, everyone who's got in touch with us. Feedback from last week's show. Um, I got uh, the the new running uh, feedback from Mama Pat's. I actually, I walked in and she was listening to it the other morning, and she sort of like paused it really quickly as I want to say no. But um, she uh, messaged to say that the the book I was talking about um, that I read when I was in Mull, the one by about the detective series called Rizzoli and Isles. Yes, about. yeah, okay. Apparently, that was my mum's favourite shite TV series. Ah. So I was like a brain fart TV she used to watch, um, and she also said that she watched World at War. The first time around when it was on in the 70s. Yeah. And I was on the phone to her earlier, she was saying that it made her fall in love with Laurence Olivier's voice. Because yeah. it was just brilliant. But then she read a biography about him and apparently he was a total cunt. So she's like, <laughs> don't read biographies because it could just absolutely annihilate your image of the person. She yeah. also said, very chilled podcast this week. Thank you. It was so, good. Yeah. It was good last week. I got some feedback from a co-worker of mine who works in Portsmouth. Uh, she was saying that it was a it was a really good episode. I was like, um, thank you. But she was also wanting to see more of. The, she doesn't have Facebook, so she oh, was also okay. wanting to see the stuff that uh, Rachel got us. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Uh, Hi, bestie. <laughs> so she she wanted to see that stuff, and I meant to send her a picture the other day. So I'll, I'll send it to you, Billy, if you're listening to this. Yeah. Again, once again, a big thank you to Rachel 
for the for the personalised t-shirts they were fucking bang on we've decided as well so we're not wearing them tonight yes but, uh, Andy Mack and his Infinite Wisdom came up with the idea and we've all agreed that they're for special episodes only yes we're yep. not going to abuse them they are wonderful and it was a genuinely one of the best gifts that we could have it was good yeah it was awesome and we got some of that gift shrapnel didn't we we got hit yeah. with it oh yeah. yeah I also got a happy birthday from Mama Dots yeah that was, that was very sweet um, oh, next time she comes over, then we really got to have her on. Now. Yeah, well, I'm, I was speaking with my mum earlier, and I really want to get my mum on because she would. She's fucking hilarious. Like, so <laughs> that's next on the agenda. Is just get it. all of our mums on, put them around the table. We'll just piss off and then just leave it recorded. Oh, see what <laughs> that will be the best thing. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mum actually, she one final bit of feedback from Mama Pats was that she um, she said that the chemistry is getting really well. She does it. She doesn't listen. And think, oh, that's my son. Yeah, she just thinks it's three guys that she enjoys listening to talk and yeah, going cool over shit. So, um, yeah. Kanye always goes. It it sounds like it's like guy chat. She she feels weird listening because if she feels <laughs> like it's us kind of like what we would say locker room talk as Donald Trump would say. Oh well, there mm-hmm. is a lady here this week to ruin all of that for you. <laughs> Look, I'm not feminist kidding. killjoy, right? Over oh babe, harsh. <laughs> what you say? You ain't no lady. <laughs> <laughs> not changing for you, chuff. Hello, hello. Podcast dog. I'm so excited to actually finally meet podcast dog. I've been on a podcast, I don't know how many times, like, this is your and every single time, podcast dog seems to be here when I'm not here, and finally she's here. So I don't know how much I'll talk. I might be in the corner just petting the dog. So every so often you'll just hear, Who's a good girl? <laughs> yeah, uh, Daisy has never been here when you've been here. She's I know, always this is the best. missed you. So when I got her today, I was like, oh, okay, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. <laughs> it may not be great, Paul, just Megan squeaking no. at the dog. The other day, we were in the car, and Megan was like, oh, oh, oh. And instead of asking her what she was saying, I immediately started looking around for a dog. <laughs> I hadn't even seen a dog. That's your... Yeah, For the one time only, I hadn't seen a dog that I wanted to point out. Are you guys getting a dog? Did you say you were getting a dog? Yeah, we're yeah, still looking. Waiting for the right one. Yeah. Mm. There's a really good one just now on the SSPCA. Um, but Rescue he's, don't buy. Yeah. He's through in Glasgow, I think, but it's just trying to get the timing to route with us taking Riley through. Yeah. Because we can't, we can go visit a dog, which we've done before, but then by the time we get to take Riley through, the dog might be gone. No. And we don't want to get his hopes up until we're actually kind of pretty sure it's going to happen. going to eat his face. No. I mean, it's no. still a dog. No, you gotta feed him. Yeah, exactly. It's one meal we don't have to worry about. That's one like that's one sort of punishment tactic. If you don't fuck around, we will eat. <laughs> feed you to the dog. This dog's gonna eat your face, kid. <laughs> I really get the evil stepmom kind of moniker. And finally, <laughs> you gotta get that Cruella Deville. Oh after. yes, I pretty much do cackle already. So she does what? Anyway, what have we been up to since last week, ladies and gents? Not much, really. It's crazy. It's been I've been quite a week. Been laying low. I, uh, the wee man's football started back last week. Okay. Straight back in it. Right. Mm. Score, he was a power. I know. I, I know. Like I'm. A, I'm biased, man. But we scored two goals, and he set up one and scored the other. So proudest punch. There's also there's another kid on the team that, apart from Rayleigh, is my favourite. But his boys. Uh, so obviously you, you get the same with all kids sports they want to be in the glory position yeah so what's that so in football they want to be a striker okay yeah. they want to score the goals so yeah. to a certain point they're always like oh can I play up front can I play up front but this kid doesn't want to play anywhere but in the fence okay and he is a fucking my kind of kid yeah the honest man he, he hits hard he hits fair 
doesn't stop running and he's he used to to a point it used to be like you'd win the tackle and then hoof the ball upfield yeah and the last wee while he started just playing these beautiful passes like out of the fence and just splitting teams apart nice but the, so towards the end of the game on a, on Sunday picks up the ball off the goalkeeper one boy tries to get off him skins him skins the midfielder and he's got this wide open bit up the pitch so we're like go go and he's bearing down on goal and uh and you hear the entire sideline, like all the players, are like, <gasps> and he rattles a shot that was beautiful from the edge of the box, and it hit off the inside of the post, rolled along the line, and the keeper picked it up. But then, see, after that, it was like a man possession. I went up and gave him like a hug after the match, and <laughs> his heart was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you need to sit down, man. <laughs> but uh, no, it was good. Good to see, good to see the kids back playing, get that grassroots football we talked about. So, what position scores like the second most goals? Midfielder. Midfielder. I'm saying that we don't have. Throat bubble. <laughs> we don't have like an out and out uh, striker on the team, but our uh, our four sort of main midfielders have got about forty goals so far between them this season. And how many games have you played? Like ten. Really? Yeah. So like the top scorers on sixteen. Actually, must have more than four. The top scorers on sixteen. Second one's on fourteen. Riley's on ten. Yeah. And then the kid behind them's on six. So quick maths, someone. Maths. I didn't listen to any of the goals. I, after 16, I kind of blurred out. Yeah, no, it was good. Um, started a new job this week. Nice. It's been busy. I had to wear like posh clothes. So I've currently, this is the first chance I've had to get my tracksuit on. So I'm just experiencing all the comfort that I can right now. So who's, uh, oh yeah, I meant to say about the, the tracksuit. Oh, I was going to say something about it and I totally, oh yeah, I'm going to start wearing tracksuits all the time now. All the time I see Drake and he's always, Drake doesn't have any denim. Mm. Which I like, I admire. So I'm just going. This is why I'm wearing. I'm wearing my my red robe right now. I'm wearing all soft materials from now on. This might be. It might just be a, like getting older thing. But I say it all the time. Like at the weekend, like I find myself. I'm always running about doing bits and pieces. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I've just like something comfy that looks smart. Mm-hmm. And I've seen this this dark green Adidas tracksuit for ages. Yeah. And I up And I was very very lucky that Chuff and my mum and dad went half us and bought me the whole thing. And it is just. Oh man, I'm so comfortable right now. And it looks it looks good too. Yeah. I'm not really a big earth tones kind of guy, but that looks great. Yeah, I've never well, been I'm an earth tone kind of guy. Dark man. greens and stuff. But this is a yeah, man. Yeah. I will upload it to the podcast. I'll yeah, we'll take a picture. Yeah. <laughs> Fashion show. Fashion show. So Rachel, next time can we get Adidas suits with our names on the back? <laughs> that would uh, make our day. We actually we were talking with the <coughs> smoking jackets. That'd be the one. Like, like Mr. Burns. Your hat. Yeah. Oh yeah. You can keep a cigar at top of the top. A pipe. Who was smoking a pipe that you know recently? Was someone smoking a pipe last year? No, we had a... Oh, Matt had a pipe, you said. Matt had a pipe. Ah. He couldn't actually... I remember this was like two, three years ago, but I had a time lapse of him trying to pack it and get it lit. Yeah. And it went on for about 20 minutes and could not get this fucking thing lit. And he spent like 20 quid on this pipe and all the tobacco. And he was sitting there trying to pack it down and get it to light and it just wouldn't go. And it was fucking hilarious. (laughs) I seen a guy smoking a pipe. Pipes are cool. But like he was walking along and he had his hands in his jacket, like his long overcoat, and just a pipe hanging out of him. He was like, and he was yeah. just walking along. Don't like, like that sound. Carry on, mate. <laughs> That's the shit. pipe smoking sound. Did Col- do you guys, are we talking about Colombo today, kind of? Like, do you guys watch Colombo? Did your parents watch I remember Columbo? it briefly. It was, all, it was one of those things, it was the same as, oh, what was it? What was the moment of the guy that used to go from reality to reality? Uh huh. Like, oh, Quantum Leap. Oh, yeah. Oh. 
I used to fucking love Quantum Leap. That used to come on after Monday Night Raw. I used to watch that. <laughs> well, I used to go to bed after that, but Monday Night Raw. Yeah. I remember. I don't. I remember about them. They always had a lollipop, didn't they? Who? Combo. A lollipop. Or, I thought it was a cigar he smoked, didn't he? Was that a cigar? Or maybe I'm thinking because that was Paulie in Rocky, wasn't Columbo Paulie in Rocky? Or was somewhere? I'm like, no, no, it's Paulie had the cigar. Yeah, he definitely did. Maybe I'm confusing my. Uh... Yeah, he smoked a cigar. He did. He did. Oh, okay, right, right, so that's cool. Lollipop. <laughs> The fuck yeah, it's like the pre-watershed version. Yeah, they just superimposed a lollipop. <laughs> so just really badly. A smoking lollipop. Smoking's not good, kids. <laughs> it says on Wikipedia, Columbo is a shrewd, uh, but an elegant, blue-collar homicide detective whose trademarks included shambling manner, rumpled beige raincoat, cigar smoking, and generally... Dishevelled appearance. He did and always wear the. He, he did always yeah. wear the raincoat. Yeah, you ever notice that all the good detectives always look a bit dishevelled? Yeah, because they're just because they're working hard solving crimes. What was the one? They never had. They never go home to a family either. They're nope. always divorced. They got nope. a divorced. Map problem. on their wall with a pens ready <laughs> yeah. to go. Bottle of whiskey for breakfast. <laughs> stains on a shirt. What was the, yeah. was the stain? What was the, the detective series that I remember? I never ever watched it, but like, I seen the adverts and it looked so heavy handed that I was like, I can't even watch it. And it was the. The guy who played Dwight from the American Office. Oh, um, I know what you mean. It's a new series, right? It, hard, it wasn't Hardcastle. Was it Hardcastle? It was someone like that. It was just like his surname. And he was like, I think it was meant to be like a cult version of House. Yeah. So he was just a very unlikable character. who was just really good at his job. And I remember watching the adverts. He was like, no. You know, like some actors trying to like come out of their lane. And you're just like Backstrom. Backstrom, that yeah. was it. It's like, don't just stay you're good at comedy, just <laughs> go over there. It. Be alright. I think I did cancel it. Oh no. Probably. It looked fucking terrible. Yeah, it did look terrible. <laughs> what were we talking about? Um I'm losing all train of thought in it. I'm not tired. I'm so tired. <laughs> yeah, you're talking about your job. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's been pretty full on. I'm enjoying it, but like it's like, fuck me, that's a lot. <laughs> So do you work uh, different hours in your old job? Too? No, no, it's still set hours, but like it's it's. it's Is it the learning that's taken an hour? Yeah, man. it's like last week I've, I've been with the, I've been with the company for eleven years in November, and yeah. I've done for the first nine and a bit, I've done a fairly similar job in all aspects. Mm-hmm. And the last year, a completely changed area of the business. Yeah. So I spent the last year being a new guy, and then all of a sudden I went, oh, I had this new job, and now I'm even newer to what I'm doing now. So I'm just sitting there after him like. So who are you like? Is this one person that's kind of taking you by the hand and yeah? Well, it's me and me and my manager are like the two based in in Perth, and then there's other folk based there in the country. So I've been doing uh, like Excel training videos and stuff to try and refresh my Excel skills. I used to fucking hate Excel, and now I love it. I can't live without it. Just sitting watching these training videos, I'm like, this is fucking awesome. (laughs) I'm gonna use this for everything. Yeah, Excel's great, man. I do my bills on it. I fucking. I just use my calculator. Yeah. I just cry when I look at the figure. I'm like, ah, okay. <laughs> Seven no pounds. What is this about? It's a pound a week. I want to sell some rice crackers. We got our uh, movie premiere this weekend, though. Mm. I'm excited. I am excited. This is like the Chinese democracy of amateur American football. <laughs> I always like when stuff like this happens. Not like I go to stuff like this all the time, but I'm always attending premieres. Yeah. Well, uh, my last blockbuster last summer no. uh, when stuff like this happens I always get hyped up and I think it's going to be a lot bigger than it actually is mm-hmm. and it's like going to be a red carpet and it's going to be like there's going to be nobody there there'll probably be some junkie that's like walking into the movie theater that I'm going to fight what with I, like, what I'm more excited about is the fact that it's going to have like 
30 American football players yeah. they're probably all going to have a couple of beers before they started <laughs> yeah. getting hyped up about this film that's been about four years in the making because yeah. I've been away from the Hurricanes for a year now just yeah. over a year maybe coming up two did you play a year without me? yeah, yeah. I, I played two seasons I think you played the first half of my first season yeah and then I played a season after that you'd left as well okay and then it'd been in the pipeline since before I'd started mm-hmm and then, like I said, that's coming up four years now. I know, it's taking a while. I don't even think I'm in it. Like, I genuinely don't think, I think I, I think the guy who filmed it, like, it appeared once at a training session or a game that I was at to get yeah. some, like, side footage. Of actually, I think I remember it clearly because he was, he was videoing uh, Hoops, previous guest Hoops, getting yeah. ready. And I think it must have been, like, some sort of, like, cut scene because uh-huh. he was, like, filming him get his pads on and tying his shoelaces and shit like that. But this is, like, post-weight loss Hoops. So like it's gonna be it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be weird, weird to see yeah is he hoops. gone I don't know actually it is gonna be weird to see big hoops on yeah. TV yeah on, right. I mean on the big screen well, you only ever met him when we went to watch that game you won't remember you don't remember anything you know <laughs> but the guy that came over with a hat on like he he's lost like twelve stone was it yeah uh, more than that I think like, he was literally yeah. uh, I'll have to show you the before and after focus bananas but it was just funny maybe we should explain a little bit more like there was a documentary made about the football team, the American football team we played for, about how we were the worst team in Scotland. And you wouldn't think that we should be as excited to go relive those moments, but it is. It should be fun. Um, I will say that after I left, we, we didn't finish bottom. There you go. It was all my it. fault, really. Yeah, it was. <laughs> but That's what everyone said. I mean, yeah. it was like, I had a great Scotland. He was shit. I'll take it. Um, but it, I remember like having a game, and you know like pre-game jitters, you know what I mean? Like you kind of... Just until you get hit, it's so true. Like when you play American football, before you, you have to get hit first, and then that's when you're like, all right, it's always just, it's almost that like you forget that it doesn't hurt that badly. Yes, or even when it does, it hurts for a minute, and that's then the, the adrenaline starts pumping. That's the perfect way to explain it. Yeah, yeah. you kind of forget. So I remember sitting in the locker room, and he was recording in there, and we were all getting dressed and everything, and we all kind of walked out as a team. And he was like, "Oh, camera wasn't on. Can you guys go back out and do it?" We're kind of like, "You're kind of killing the pregame, oh, man. <laughs> keeping stuff here." But uh, it was have, a good time. Did you have any weird pre-game rituals? Pre-game rituals? Mm-hmm. Um, no, I like to eat. I, I would always need to eat something before games. Um, I would like to always stop at the Tesco on the Kings, Kings, Kingsway. Kingsway, yeah. yeah. Get something to eat there. We would always drink the Monster, the the black and yellow can, the Ripper. Ripper. Oh, yeah. Always you drink the little Ripper. Ripper. <laughs> <laughs> we would drink the Ripper before every game. Um, and I just like to have my music. Oh, yeah. I would like to... Like they call it karaoke. You do karaoke across the end zone. I would mm-hmm. always do that before my game with my, my headphones on. Mm-hmm. But no, no, no weird ones. Did you? I didn't. I think I always put my right boot on first. Oh, that's really that's super superstitious. I, I, I think I just noticed it. I don't even know why I did it. I just did that. But I would always, without fail. So I would have you'd have your your sort of your uh, your Under Armour on to keep all your bits in place. Yeah. And then I had like a second layer of Under Armour that had all my pads on. And then I was given a pair of medium bottoms. Yeah. So they were really, really snug. But I was given them on my first game. Yeah. And I just never changed them because it all it felt all very secure. Everything was... <laughs> but without fail, every single time, I would get all of these layers on and shit. lace it up and then I would need to take a shit. <laughs> so without got everything, I would then have to sit about 10 minutes like undoing it and then, not to be too vulgar, but by the time I was finished, like... It was also tight that like standing up my legs hurt because it would like kill oh, the blood up to my knees. Oh, I hate knees. that. Yeah, oh. that's a beautiful subject to be yeah. listening to. 
Oh, I've never found you so attractive. Well, what do you want to talk about, Chuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bring some fucking topics to the table. Just maybe not you, Shen. Fair enough. That's fair. That's cool. Everybody poos. Everybody poos. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't have any specific ones. I used to. Stop. I used to. Oh, I, there used to be something, but I can't remember what it was. I did remember that I, I put. Uh, I got. I stole a sticker. <laughs> I really got this like set of stickers. Of like a Batman thing, and I put a Batman sticker on the side of my helmet, and I used to always like before I would go down for a snap, I would tap my Batman sticker, ah, and then I would set up. It didn't make any difference, but it was just sort of like a. I would set down before I put my hand in the dirt. I would tap my Batman sticker and put my hand down. That's super adorable. Ah, that's what the opposition used to say. <laughs> so cute. I used to, every now and then I used to try and like because I used to, there was this one guy from Northumberland. And uh, he was just like super, like he, he was, he would obviously trying to be super intense. Yeah. But you didn't really believe him. <laughs> so like the D line would obviously line up a bit more to the deck and like in a bit more of an aggressive pose because they were coming at you. Like, <clears throat> and I remember I was like, are you okay, sweetheart? <laughs> what? And then he tried, I just went, <laughs> and just cleaned the cunt out. And I was just like, nah, it's not working for you. You don't have that fear factor. It's always good to flatten those guys, the guys that make the most noise. But... Uh, yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing myself on a big screen. Yeah, You've got quite a heavy part in it. Uh, I think so. Yeah, I do actually. Oh, the trailers. Maybe there is. Trailer. Yeah. We'll have to no, show you, you trailer. didn't show me. We're it. gonna put a trailer on the Facebook page so that people can see it. We'll we'll have seen it by the time. Yeah, uh, we're, hope- we're hopefully gonna get the, the director. Yes. On as well at some point to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. So what the fuck took so long? <laughs> <laughs> Look at me these last couple of months. Podcaster, stand-up comic, movie star. I know. You're just a full package, right? <laughs> the, 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 the king of all media. And the voiceover. And the voiceover. I know. I know, Buck, right? Get at me. I'm trying to get this uh, this career going. I'm glad, man. I've seen the next blending stand out. I've got the little man. Yeah. Oh, that's going to give me an extra month to work on some new material. Take him with you. <laughs> Oh no, man! He would be bored out of his time. He, he didn't. He'd enjoy my my dick pics part of my uh, of my stand. What's that? That has pictures of a guy called Dick. Now, shut up, <laughs> Bunny is. Bunny. He's gonna. He's gonna know. He's gonna know. He's gonna figure out sooner or later. Yeah, if someone ever came back to me and said your son sent a dick pic to my daughter, I'd be like, you little shit. <laughs> What'd you say? This is maybe a bit off topic, but it cracked me up the other night. I said I'm like, I was I was running his bath and I was like right go get yourself undressed mm-hmm. and I'll get your shit and it's ready and uh, he has this little this little owl teddy. Can I quickly interject quickly and say um, that it's my little owl teddy that Ooh. I bought? No, I bought for you. Oh, you bought for me? No, yeah, because we were not long together and you bought me this owl. So it was like one of the first things that Jordan bought me in our relationship, and but, it means a lot to me. But Ray, quickly, Rayleigh's Rayleigh's taking it on. So like when he goes to sleep, he likes having Gerald. He's called it. Huh. But it's a little like sort of, it's about the size of a football little round owl thing and uh, I came out of the bathroom I was just about to shout I'm going to turn around he was just stood at his door Starcurs with this little owl coming come his modesty like that yeah <laughs> I've heard the deck I was like that's fucking brilliant <laughs> I was like I appreciate that oh the dog has distracted Chuff hello <laughs> so are we getting some uh, some recent events some topics some we can some what's going on in the world this week now this may be, we'll get this one out of the way because this one's maybe a bit topical, but I want to talk about the uh, the actress, the Asia Argento. Yeah. Who has been... Um, She's got in trouble for... Uh, she was a part of the whole thing with Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, yeah, she came out as a victim of his... Was she the one that recorded him in the hotel? 
Okay. No, I'm not ready that. Well, well, just to, to break it down, was Amna. She has herself been accused of um, sleeping with a seventeen-year-old. Seventeen-year-old. So, sex from the minor. Yeah. As the laws in America, mm-hmm. um, we had me and Chuff had a bit of discussion about this earlier. Um, now, what I said was, obviously, it is statutory rape in the laws of where it was. So that she's in the wrong for doing it in the first place. She is. However, from what I've seen. There's been text messages and things leaked of interaction between her and a pal of her admitting it. Yeah. Um, saying the guy was obsessed with her. And there was also a note written by the boy, oh, I love you, blah, 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 all that type of carry on. But he has since come out and obviously said that he wasn't comfortable with the whole proceedings. Okay. Uh, but what it was, so the, the, she released a statement saying that when she was with the, the now past Anthony Bourdain, mm-hmm. that... The, he approached them and tried to extort money out of them otherwise he was going to go to the press with this oh. and in her statement she said that uh, her partner at that point said look this will fuck up my reputation so let's just deal with it pay him pay him off and then go for it yeah um, so like I, I said to Chuff goes, now I can understand that all the people previously all, all the people who have spoken in the Me Too movement are trying to be part of the solution and bring it to light why I didn't appreciate it but this guy is that he's privately extorted money out of them. Yeah. And he's now coming into the forefront to say, I wasn't comfortable with it. So I don't think he's part of the Me Too narrative. No. That's not to excuse whatever she did. She slept with a minor. Bad crack. Okay. But I think, I said this to you earlier, I goes, the way that he's gone about it, I think cheapens the legitimacy of the, well, not the entire Me Too movement, but I think that for, for the 99% of people who have been... Uh, abused, raped, whatever it's called. Yeah. Like, that one percent is what the people who are against me too are going to pick up on. So, but do we not think that there's a difference between what happened with her and Harvey Weinstein and this and her and this kid? I'm going to really quickly interject and say right now it's all very he said she said. So yes, yes is- she's released a statement and said X Y and Z, um, and obviously he's come out originally with the the accusations. What I'm uncomfortable with is the fact that people are now saying that Me Too movement is not important because even though it's countless men that have done this, one woman's done that, so therefore the movement's pointless because one woman did an act of evil versus all these men who've done an act of evil, therefore, what's the point of Me Too? Women are just as bad. No, no, that's what what I agree. And another thing that I find really uncomfortable about the whole situation is, yes, there's been people when women have come out and had an allegation against someone who said it's not true, she's just jumping on the bandwagon. But a lot of people straight off the bat have gone, I believe X, I believe Y. Like, mm-hmm. when a woman has come out with this allegation, they believe them. Mm-hmm. But when he's come out with the allegation, straight off the bat, everyone's like, what, 17-year-old doesn't want to bang a hot actress? Mm-hmm. It didn't happen. It's not real. It, all this sort of stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm very uncomfortable with the fact that a female victim... And a lot of them have not been believed. And genuinely, like, I remember when it was all happening and, it, like, I was horrified to see how often women were coming forward with stories that ask any woman they recognise. Mm-hmm. Every single woman's got a story of when they've been approached in the street by someone or someone's not taking no for an answer, like all of us do. But for the most part, these women have been believed. They have not... Mm-hmm. Some haven't believed, but a lot of people have. But straight off the bat, people haven't believed him. And yeah, I, yeah. I find that really... Uncomfortable that a male victim is not being believed. I, say, I get, I get. As I was saying, I agree with what you're saying on that side. But what, what I don't get for the, or what for me, is the reason I don't believe him, is because of the fact that he has taken payment before coming forward. 
So that's why I don't believe that he is as affected as he says he is. But women took payment as well. Yeah, no, no, but the thing is as well, to that point, do you not think that these women have kind of said that they feared for their careers, they feared for their own safety, so they took that. Yes, they did, but that was at a time, like you say, you said to me previously, yeah. where they, they couldn't come forward. Totally, but is there any possibility that that also happened to him? Now, I don't... It is all he said, she said right now. I don't... Uh, you know, I wasn't a flying wall. I don't know what happened. Mm. But there's also the possibility that that's what happened. I mean, I, I desperately hope it's not the case. Yeah. Because right now it is standing to do some really bad stuff to a movement that has been incredibly important to women around the world. Yeah. And that's what I think that's what to me, I don't know if anyone else agrees, but like the the fact that if he has taken money and he did this over a year ago or a couple of years ago, yeah, and is now coming forward and he says something like seeing her come out as a victim made me made bring brought back up my, my issues with it. Mm-hmm. I was like, Well I, I just that that to me is what I think is and that's just my gut feeling is that this guy doesn't seem legitimate. Not because he may not have been, because you know, I mean, it's there's there's horrific statistics about both men and women who are. I mean, not in his defence, he does kind of say that he didn't talk about it at the time because he didn't think people in the world would understand his position from the eyes of a teenage boy. Yeah, remember he's a teenager. Yeah. And yeah. So right, this uh, is like, just just one thing to throw into the mix. Yeah. To think about. And as much as it's a woman that's the potential assaulter in this case, she was in a position of power over him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And more than anything, a lot of sexual assault is to do with power. Mm. It's it's not so much to do with the actual act itself, it's to do with the power that you hold over that other person. So mm. I think... you opportunities yeah. if you reciprocate the favour. Yeah. So... I, 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 like, I, I do it all like the time when, when I throw know? stones at dogs because yeah. they, they never throw them back. <laughs> <laughs> Like, as I just I just find it strange. Um, like I said, maybe, maybe I'm completely wrong. I'm not like this is just me going on the the information that I've got from Twitter. And again, I hate that. I hate the whole trial by Twitter thing. I've said that before. But based on what I've seen and without full knowledge of who's telling the truth, yeah, it's the the part that stinks to me is that he is he. Well, from what she said, and like say that could be complete horseshit. He approached her and Bourdain because obviously Bourdain was minted mm-hmm. do you know what I mean and he's got that in and then he took the the payment to keep his mouth shut and now he's coming forward again when it's maybe more prevalent and maybe it is more accepted or would he yeah. maybe he'd take the not the sympathy route but people would be a bit more sympathetic towards it does it say like if did he go and say oh I want money or did they say hey we'll give you money from what she said anything. he'd already he tried to sue his own family for damages his own family yeah but the I mean, a child actor suing their family for damages is not unheard of because no. families well, can be messed yeah. up. Mm. Like, what they do to get your kid famous and everything. So, I don't know. I think, unless we have proof that he's extorted, unless unless we have proof on all this, it's very difficult yeah, to come so down it's all, that's true too, yeah. We need proof. I mean, <laughs> the whole thing that brought down Harvey Weinstein is not the fact that it was one woman. It was, yeah. It was like, lot. what, 80, 90, 100 women mm. came out and said, yeah, he also did that to me. Mm. So right now it is only one person and it's he said, she said. I, I just always have the issue with making a payment if you're then going to deny that the payment's for well, what you're that's ultimately going to be accused for. That yeah. always yeah. smells a bit fishy to me. And yeah. you know, people can say whatever, but if she comes out and says, you know, I never did anything sexual with him, then you kind of got to say, well, why did you pay him 300 No, no, she pounds? admits that she did sleep with him. So well, she admitted that now, sorry. Yeah. Okay. 
Oh, she admitted that she slept with him? Well, no, it was it was text messages were leaked. Right, okay. Apparently of her admitting it to a friend. Right, okay. The thing as well is that I I was I thought that exact same thing and I read it was a it was a lawyer on Twitter, I can't remember who it is, and it was just saying it's it's not entirely uncommon. And especially in today's day and age where it can be so like critical to your career, that even if something is totally fabricated, mm-hmm. Twitter, social media, it's so hard to stop that wildfire when it starts. Yeah. So even if it isn't true, in the cases that it isn't true and it is, a story is fabricated, a lot of lawyers will say, if you can afford it, do it. Yeah. Because then it won't get out and it won't fuck up a career. Yeah, and it's a, fa- it's a fairly common law practice. If you have the ability to settle, then do it. In the last hour, she has admitted to it. The, the leaked text. Oh, really? So the original article I was reading there. Really? From a few hours. Breaking news? Well, first of all, the source uh, is stuff.co.news, stuff entertainment website, but it's an hour old. There's not anything on any, shall we say, more mainstream sources, okay. but. Um, yeah, that's apparently within the last hour. Where did it say she admitted it? Was it on Twitter or because. I'll need to read the article. Uh, I am looking at her. I mean, I, text, don't, I don't know. Text messages between her and one of her friends in which she admitted to her friend that she had ah, so that, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, yeah. So she's not yeah. actually commented on the leaked text yet. She said something today about this stuff. Although she said the teenager, quote, jumped me. Yeah. But then even then... Uh, again, if, you, if you took advantage of position, would that not be maybe how you'd spin it? Like, I'm, again, I'm, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's my whole problem. Not with the Me Too movement... But the whole, my whole problem with it, it going via social media rather yeah. than through an actual court. And like I said, I know like what you say is like obviously courts are famously biased towards the males in this situation, mm-hmm. and that's a horrendous stat. Don't get me wrong, but the problem that's a problem in that instance. Don't get me wrong, but the problem as well with the trial by Twitter is, say for instance, it is someone who is completely innocent, male or female. And this person is trying to exploit an opening. Mm-hmm. And let's not get it twisted. There are people out there who will try and exploit things like the Me Too movement. Who will try... And, well, just a completely off topic. Look at the woman who pretended she was a victim in 9-11. Yeah. And then the more and more she was fucking... She was on interviews, radio. She was fundraising for the relief effort. And then all of a sudden it came out that her stories didn't tie up and she was bullshitting. So there are those people out there... That for notoriety or for whatever reason will oh, it's like the same people that buy a few medals online and then go to fucking better yeah. meetups and all that right, kind exactly, of stuff. Yeah. It's the same exactly that's what I'm saying. So psychological people do that disorders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be good to hear him come out and say, I know he's he has a statement out today, it would be good to hear him and he, he, he doesn't have to, I mean, because, again, he is the victim in mm-hmm. this situation. But it would be good to say, like, this doesn't take away from anything that did happen to her, but yeah. she did this to me. That, I mean, that happens all the time. What, what, like, child molesters, yeah, they're yeah. often molested. Abuse negates coming into that. I was thinking that's true. It's not always true. No, often. It's a, often. No, but no, it's actually a lot less common than people think. It's like a well-regurgitated fact, but apparently it's not not true. Mother. But ultimately, I think... And I am playing devil's advocate here, I guess, to an extent. But I just think it is right now he said, she said. Um, yeah. And I don't think it damages the movement. I think some people are going to take advantage of it. Yeah. But I think, ultimately, the main thing I feel very uncomfortable with is a lack of belief of a male victim who was assaulted by women because, ultimately, women can be sexual assaulters. Mm-hmm. It is considerably more common than it is men. But 
ultimately women can do it as well and I think the straight off the bat and it's, it's the comments that make me the most uncomfortable are he's a teenage boy who wouldn't want to sleep with you know yeah. this person who did it and it's the same when it's uh, female teachers who abuse students everything yeah. like that male victims are not taken seriously and the power that an older female has over them is not taken into consideration I wonder if that's why you know when you you, can, you look at a lot of crimes you know statistics that mm-hmm. kind of thing with male males being raped cases yeah. you know, cases of female raping males mm-hmm. that perhaps the figures are as low as they are because men generally oh, yeah. have to say a, won't be believed, but B, won't even come forward. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a massive yeah. problem it's, 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 that men it's don't come forward. It's the same thing with mental health. It's the whole reason men don't talk about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just not to be discussed. So, get, like, see, like, don't matter, if, if this is true, do not get me wrong, I will 100% come and hold my hands up and apologise. Yeah. But, like I say, again, and it, I'm, I'm, I'm proving my own point is that I'm basing my opinion based on what I've read on Twitter. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is with social with things, exactly that's what I'm saying. And it is, but we all, it's the same. This is a really weird example. Like, I'm trying not to fall into the trap of believing that Celtic are really shit this year <laughs> and Rangers are really good based on what the press are telling me, based on a few results. But the thing is, it's difficult to not have your opinions influenced by the information around you. Yeah, but where do you? I don't. Under, I don't know where to get news from. Yeah, yeah. It's so hard. I yeah. don't know where to get news from. It's, it's, it's almost like we've now almost lost the ability of, to have the innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. Because everyone has a voice and everyone can. So if the if the overwhelming public opinion is guilty, then. I don't think we've lost it. I just think that people are more vocal about it. Because the thing is, is when well, you would have read Well, they have the ability to be more vocal, but. If you read a newspaper article 20 years ago, whatever, and someone had committed this crime, you would decide straight off the bat there and then, based on the political beliefs of the person who runs the paper, the advertisements they get, therefore the skew they put on news stories, you would have a belief, basically, reading this thing. It happens all the time with people reading the Daily Mail right now, and they believe that, you know, immigrants are doing bad stuff all the time, and they're not. It's just now that you can see people spouting their opinion because, you know, when the whole Me Too movement thing came out, like, I also read people who didn't believe it. It wasn't just the case that my entire Twitter feed was an echo chamber of people going, I believe this woman. It was also people going, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. I just think people now have the ability to straight off the bat comment on it. So I'm not laughing at you, but... I, I know, but the dog's here. As you're trying to make a really serious point, Daisy was... Daisy's like, little Hello? snap. It's okay, Hello? it's okay. Well, with the Me Too thing, I don't think it was people saying they didn't believe it. I thought it was more like, oh, that's just what Hollywood is. No, it, there was, I thought a it was more huge of that. amount of people who were just saying women were trying to take advantage, they were talking bullshit. It's um, like the whole incel thing, you know what I mean? These are the... Oh, don't get me started on them. I'll literally, I've got like, <laughs> I mean, like those, two hours worth of ranting about them. <laughs> get your own podcast. Ah, uh, it'll just be I hate incels. But yeah, I, I, I'm sorry to put a B in everyone's well, but I just, I just thought it is, it's, and again, it is, it's trial by Twitter for both of the people involved, for both yeah. Asia Argento and the guy I don't know his name. I'm sorry. Do you know what I mean? Jimmy it's, Bennett. Jimmy Bennett. Jimbo Benito. That guy. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's trial by Twitter for both of these people. And that's the thing, I think it's almost it's almost lost now that people expect them just to get jailed. Yeah. Or to get in trouble because they've read all this stuff on Twitter, they don't realise that a lot of people have almost lost it. There's there's a process to go through. Yeah. And the thing is as well is again, because all this information comes out before it gets anywhere near the courts, how difficult is it going to be to get a jury of people who are not outwardly influenced? Well, now look yeah. on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean? yeah, imagine just try to just boil it all down. Imagine you've got a hundred people from Twitter and put them in a room doesn't matter what gets presented to them in that courtroom 
they already have an opinion of what they're wanting to to do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's that's what I think is the problem. I think if these things are done, there should be, and it's almost impossible to gag people. Do you know what I mean? Because things are so easily leaked, and then as soon as text messages go up on Twitter, within ten minutes they're retweeted ten hundred million times. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So what is he looking for? Is he wanting her prosecuted and... No, he's literally just coming out and saying, me too. That is yeah. literally it. It's just an instance of him saying that someone has sexually abused him. Okay. I just want to get everyone's opinion on it. Let's find See, I, mean, I know, it's, it's, it's an begi- interesting in, thing to... In the beginning of this, I I, I was... Uh, well, I am mainly in that same camp where I was like, it is a boy, a 17-year-old boy. And, I, and you take from your own position. That's right. And it's kind of like... If I saw someone look like that at 17 years old, I'm certainly not going to hold her hostage for anything. More. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to. I'm not going to take three hundred eighty thousand dollars off of her because you're just going to take some beautiful memories. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and uh, for the rest of my life, I'll have those memories. No, but it, it, you put that on people. But I mean, I can't say that that guy doesn't have trauma about that. Yeah, I yeah. would. I, I don't know. I mean, I think men and women are different in that way. Most men and women are different in that way, but. I mean, that's just from my experience. Yeah, so, yeah. if you don't mind me digging there, what do you mean by men and women are different in that way? Just I just think that it would be considered sexual assault if a man were to force himself on a woman. And I, I think that guys would take it differently, just in, in my experience. I think guys would be like, hey, I've done this and high five. Not because of guy culture, just because I liked it and it felt that way. Whereas a woman may be like, uh, no, I don't think so. I don't. I don't like that. And maybe because I'm not a woman and I don't feel, I don't, I don't know, but I'm just saying that's, that seems uncommon to me. And it is uncommon because we were saying that there are stats yeah. to say that guys don't come out as much and that you know, it's, 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 it's the whole thing of, but then I suppose it's the whole thing of guy chat. Like, and like you say, I can, we can only vouch for our experiences younger because we never hung out in large groups of women. We, like, as, yeah. as, as, when you're a 17 year old guy, I'm lucky for you, mate. <laughs> 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 Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I know, like, I know from hanging about in groups of mates when we were 17, 18, and literally all you want to do is put yourself in another person. You're <laughs> <laughs> so eloquent. Wow. Yeah. Damn. But you know, but just to finish off what I was saying though, I think that if you were to put it and take away the sex and say person A is 37 years old and person B is 17 years old and person say I would, I would immediately think that it was man, uh, I would immediately go to a man and a woman and I would say, no, I don't care. And then when they revealed, I'd be like, oh shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's something that I think that we need to work through. Yeah, it's, it is, it's, it, you're right. It's, it's, it's preconceptions of, of outdated ideals. It's, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's the whole thing that we've talked about before is like, if a guy has sex with 20 people over a year, fucking high five, big man. Yeah. If a girl has sex with 20 people over the course of a year, like, ah, all right, she's a bit loose. See, I, I never understood when guys said that about women. Anytime I hear a guy say that about women, I'm be like, all right, she doesn't like you, and now you're being a hater. And yeah. you're putting you're putting that open limits for everybody now because you're you're putting her down. Yeah. Like, if she doesn't want to have a good time with you, there are plenty of women out there that hopefully would like you. Yeah. But not if you're talking to a woman yeah, that's that way. That's, that's what you think in that respect. But at the same time, is you would assume in that person A, person B scenario that yeah. the man is the... The antagonist, protagonist? I don't know which the one. Antagonist. Yeah, the arsehole in that yeah. situation. So, yeah, you're right. We all have to improve ourselves. What do you think about, um, what's her name? Who's the one that goes on the whole marches and she starts? Amber Rose. Slut march, yeah. yeah. Amber Rose. Do, are, you, are you on par with her? Like, um, as as I'm, 
super pro slut walk to be honest with you because Let's start one birth. <laughs> not for me i'm just saying for, for the yeah i i have a lot of problems with, with the way women are talked about um if they have had multiple sexual partners mm-hmm. um everyone is so quick to paint women as sluts as whores all this sort of stuff just just off of basically living the same way that a guy does or not even living the same way as a guy does mm-hmm. but just doing what they want just doing what you want or having any control over your own life seems to be not particularly liked by men can we say <laughs> um, so no I, I am I'm totally down for that and I think it's slightly about reclaiming not even reclaiming because we've never had the, the power to kind of control our own lives in this way mm-hmm. but it's just about it's about taking back or, or being able to control what people say about us because it doesn't matter if you, you sleep with... That. No, you can't control no. that. But ultimately, it is shocking that a man can sleep with 20 people and be high-fived and be told he's amazing and a woman sleeps with 20 people and is called a slut, called a whore and is, is told that she is not of the same value. And that's disgusting. And a lot, and that, does, that comes from both sides. I think that comes from women as well. Oh, absolutely. Which is, which is, which is even worse. It's kind of like, let's stick together. It's the same as well. Because like, I said this to you before, this is a point I made that was like, a lot of the time that women will hold themselves back and this goes out but yeah if you think about it that's the way that it's been painted for so long mm-hmm. so you assume that women are going to be dicks about situations or, or you, you assume that if a, if a woman's on a period she's going to be completely unreasonable and a total fucking nightmare <laughs> which can be the case don't get me wrong but at the same time it's not as fucking Jordan's in trouble everybody hellfire <laughs> it's not as hellfire and brimstones as it would made it be there's yeah. a lot of things that I used to say and joke about and like Megan's quite intelligent for anyone who hasn't watched. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? So I have been, I've been sat there and there's been diagrams, there's been projectors. <laughs> Laser <wrong>. pointers. <laughs> there's a book called Why We Should All Be Feminists and When I'm Naughty I have to sit in the corner and read it and it's fine. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, but last time you were here you said a feminist is someone who thinks that women should have equal rights. Yeah, that's literally that's it. Cool. Yeah. We're all is, feminists here. <laughs> but the thing is, is feminism's great for men as well because not only is the kind of patriarchal society that we live in detrimental to women, it's incredibly detrimental to men as well because that's where we get toxic masculinity. That's where we get men who aren't able to express their feelings, who aren't able to talk about mental health problems. It, was, it wasn't until I went and actually got help with my own self that I actually managed to understand and like a lot of the negative things that I saw myself as mm-hmm. or like preconceptions I had of what I should be. Yeah. It wasn't until I actually went and spoke to someone that I realised that's really quite fucking damaging. Yeah. And it's really... Not even in aspects you would understand, but just in your day-to-day life, how you carry yourself, how you you look at situations or react to certain situations mm-hmm. based on how you think you should, regardless of what you want to do, Yeah, you almost think that I have to act this way to... But you can see it so... Cl- it's, I think it's becoming so much more apparent and maybe... And it's not because of Twitter or anything like it, but it's because we have so much access to information, but you can see it in the way that men who claim they are involuntarily celibate drive a car into women in Toronto (laughs) it's why boys who are told no so many times by girls in schools take a gun into school and shoot Shoot. other kids to get back at them because they've been told no because boys and and men don't understand what no necessarily means in the same way Mm. I think they think that sex is a given right they think that women's bodies are a given right and I'm not saying every single guy I'm not I'm not it's painting not, you all with yeah, the same yeah, yeah. brush but you know if you ask any guy what to do when a girl tells him no when he's asked her out 
he goes, oh, she likes the chase. No woman likes the chase. Leave women fucking alone if they tell you no. Women hate it when I chase. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they, they, they Worked ch- on me though, they're all, they're all faster than <laughs> me. Anyway, <laughs> so I you, you weren't faster. I wasn't. Damn asthma. But <laughs> it, is, it is kind of the case that it, it is becoming so clear that men, not all men, but men don't understand what no means. Yeah. And that's, and I think all that, it's, it's becoming more apparent with Twitter. So yeah, ultimately to get back to point, loved, love the slut walk. Love yes, it. Yes, the slut walk, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't have a problem with any of this stuff. Like, people just go off on Twitter. I hate that we're bashing Twitter because I love Twitter. Not bashing it, we're talking about it. <laughs> Twitter's awful but amazing and This is just... what I said in like, the comedy thing. I was like, Twitter's great because you can see your friends and your family's tweets but also ne- Nazis. Ne- next to Nazis. Next, yeah, it's next great. To this racist thing. You just yeah. shout on my joke. Can I get through my punchline? <laughs> the joke. The joke was you can see your friends and family's tweets next to porn, right next to the most racist thing. Do you know, I seen. never see porn on my Twitter. Like, Clearly, I've got very different. Yeah, I follow a lot of weird stuff. <laughs> no, I follow people that are, like use it in a joking way. Yeah. Probably. That's well, can I talk about something that Twitter? Oh, they we'll just we'll, we'll wrap that bit up. Uh, something that Twitter brought to my attention this week. Uh oh. So, even someone who's probably having a rougher rougher week than Asia Argento is a. Uh, a UFC fighter called Bryce Mitchell. Oh my goodness. What's the goalie doing? 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 What's the Sports chat started, so I'm going to go pet the dog. No, no, just you want you might want to hear this. Well, we just chuck sports in here. Sports! Done. Uh, have you got it up, Mike? You had it up earlier. Oh, oh that's a good year. Do you want to get it, yeah. it up, please? He's not getting it up. Hi-oh! Hi-oh! Mike, get it up. UFC fighter Bryce Mitchell drilled his nuts apart. Oh. Wait, right. So, okay, with an actual physical... Like, a... I, so, his oh, Facebook post starts... Okay. So, I was going to train today, but I ripped my nutsack in half. I'm about to get stitched up. I was holding a board over my head with a drill in my pants. Okay. Oh, that's I'm, not smart. I'm confused about the physics of this. So basically what happens is you had the board above his head and he had his drill in his shorts like a gun. And he's obviously moved something and it's... So it's twisted his nutsack up. But the... The kicker. He, he, the kicker is if someone could read that out because I read it once and still I'm suffering for it. Um, I'm not sure what part you're talking about, but he says, hold on, I uh, drill hold my pants. I was sizing up the board and the drill went off and tangled my nuts up in it. Oh my goodness. Oh. That is horrendous. Yeah. And right in between, perfectly right in between the balls as well. So it like wrapped up his fucking scrotum like that <coughs> the ball was still going round. And then it said, Rip. Can right I just say, as a woman, I'm super chill about this entire yeah. conversation. Well, here's the next best part yeah. about it. He's like, uh, obviously I can't post a picture, but when my nuts are sealed back up, I'm a come and train again. Uh, so, it's not even that, it's the bit where he says that he put it on reverse and untangled them. Uh, I was going to say, would you not just put it in reverse? Yeah, but the thing is, you, you wouldn't just put it in reverse, you'd be like... It's like if you got... If, oh, you wouldn't know this, God. but I don't know if the guys... You ever got, <laughs> you your, you ever got your balls caught in your zipper? Um, no, I don't think I have. Oh, no, when I was younger and I uh, had the, the zipper up onesies, yes, mm-hmm. I did. Oh, man, I remember uh, this was, uh, this was, I can't remember what it was, but it was a party at the, the Tulloch Institute. 
and I might have had a few. Oh, actually, I probably didn't even have a few. I just wasn't paying attention because you just think it's a thing you do. And I just went to zip the back, and I, was like, and I felt like a weed sting, and there was just Fold the littlest bit of ball sack sticking through the, the zip of the teeth, oh, and there's no other way than down. And you don't just whip it down; you have to sort of like Gotta get yourself psyched up. <laughs> and then it, it might be the tiniest bit of flesh, but I can still feel it. Still, zippers are bad for that area, right? Yeah, I'm but a button. I'm a, I'm thank a button. God for the button. Fly. I'm a button guy. When you think penis, you think interlocking metal teeth, right? That's the first <laughs> thing you think. Like, oh, let's grab onto everything. Right? No, I can imagine that's very painful. Don't get me wrong, but I'm a woman. We get waxed and everything like it. <sighs> hey, that's vol- there's nothing voluntary. Oh yeah, no, don't get me wrong. What I do is voluntary, but yeah, <sighs> you guys are tougher than we are. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay are. to admit that. No, I'm, I'm gonna have to just say, I'm gonna have to stop. Uh, there's no way getting waxed it'd be sore than. Oh no, that that. Oh, that. Oh, oh, that's what you meant. No, no, no. I, I meant the little the little neck. I'm sure it's very very painful, and I'm not. But oh. it just doesn't have that much of an effect because like every six weeks. Mentally, I don't know, man. Mentally, physically, get that soft skin down there. Yeah, getting hair or yanked out of it. Maybe if it's short short at the moment, but if it's like a little long. And Remember what I talked about when like birds going commando on that a few weeks back. It'd be like if a bird's going commando and her jeans on and. But oh! like, the external area. I don't know what you never go commando in jeans, leggings, and long skirts only. Oh, there's okay. rules to this shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Of course, there is. All this shit. of course, there is. Or particularly fitted dresses, it'd be really obvious you've got a dummy on. Mm-hmm. But it could happen. Yeah. Well, it depends how far down your zip's going. Or, Just or, try it. Get awesome sports. Okay. <laughs> I'll just be sitting there like furiously undoing an undoing a set just to be like, it's going to happen yet. Jordan! <laughs> I was like, yep, yeah, prepare yourself. <laughs> um, oh man, I, that Bryce Mitchell, I, I, you might never listen to this, you probably won't, but God be with you. We'll tag him in this. <laughs> There's a picture of his Bockies afterwards, so it's like, it's like a fucking crime scene. Oh, mama! Oh, that's not good. see that? You know what? I'm a girl. Nothing that scary about that. I'm gonna I'm gonna dive in and have a uh, what is it, a hot take right now. Uh-huh. I'm kind of glad that he got his nuts drilled because he does need to procreate. He does no, not. Yeah, that's that's no, that's again. That's another one of those things on the internet is that why women live longer than men. Yes, and like, that is one of them. I, I yeah. can't ever think why I would like put anything that close no, just, to my junk. No. Just get a table. Yeah. Just, just nearby. Set it on the floor. Even if the thing is, if you need to stay, just put something beside you. If you need to stay extended and hold it up or whatever, just put something beside you, you that you can easily grab it. You wouldn't think you, to do that. Yeah. I just, <laughs> well, you I, wouldn't think to grab a table. You'd just think, right, let's put it straight in the trousers. Oh, my God. Hell no. It's silly. Hell no. And if you're going to put it straight in the trousers, don't put it drill first. Surely you put the big I power I get scared of my phone's in my front pocket for too long. Yeah, I'm like, I'm something like that either. Sometimes I drive and I leave it between my legs when I drive and I'm like, oh, no, I don't want that. That's probably Radiating oh, and poor Bryce killing Mitchell. all the rest of the sperm I have left. <laughs> Three of them. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> poor bats and balls. Anyway, any other sport? This was weird. We got this was UFC fighter, so that's yeah. fine. We can any other sports topics here. Um, oh shit! I don't even know how Celtic got on tonight. I do. They were. Uh, they drew one all. Oh, no. joking. Who against? Sudova. Why do I ask? Um, and, uh, <laughs> obviously, Rangers were just racking up. They were 1 0 when I last checked, and it finished 1 0. There you go, boys. So, what was the times of scoring? 
Uh, what for Celtic? Right. I think uh, was it Lustig? I think so. Scored after three minutes. I think Lustig when they started. No, it wasn't. It was um, Nitchum. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but they that was three minutes in. But then they equalised in the thirteenth minute. And the top of the BBC line says uh, Celtic's defensive difficulties were exposed again. Oh, it's a bad time of one one draw. With the I'm telling you, um, this is this is it. This, I'm not going to sleep. The night before the Celtic Rangers game, I'm not. <laughs> you worried? You know what it is, man. It's like they've got some boys like seven foot. Plays the flute. Is that this laughing? Yeah, kind of laughing. The thing is, right, midfield and attack. Celtic have the best front line in Scotland, mm-hmm. without a doubt. Depth wise and skill wise, I reckon we have the best front line in the country. Okay. Defensively, we are pish. Like. Utter, apart from Kieran Tierney and the boy Gamboa, but our centre half game right now is atrocious. Gamboa. And it fucking scares because, don't get me wrong, I have loved the banter years. That has been some of my favourite shit. I've loved the fact that we've pumped Rangers for the last 10 games in a row, but I've known there was going to come a time where it was going to get close again. And don't get me wrong, I could be completely wrong and I could have just be completely I'll, I'll pull up some podcasts from the end of last season. Oh, just okay. when I listen back to this and I edit to the night, that might be good listening to someone. We'll just see what you were saying at the end of the season. Look at fucking that. I grew up in the 90s, right, when Rangers won fucking everything. Celtic did not have a pot to piss in. Oh, shut up. I swear to God, man, I grew up in a street full of Rangers fans. I used to get the shit out of me all the time. So see this. I love it. I am biased, don't get me wrong. I love Father Lennon because we've had two almost perfect seasons. Celtics podcast is starting. Two seasons of near perfection football in the SBL. So I'm not nervous. I still don't see us getting dropping many points. <laughs> so all officials are Rangers fans. Okay. Yeah. Stevie Gerrard's telling folk to tackle me. Do you know what I mean? It's <laughs> the favourite. This was their chance to win a game. Yeah. Because they've been on a decent run of form. But that's been happening the last two or three times Celtic have played Rangers and we're fucking spanked. <laughs> Jordan's sweating right now. Oh, man, this oh, is season of the fight. I'm just worried in that chair. And this is what's annoying me because I've been trying my fucking hardest to not buy into the press that have been really pro Rangers right now. You've just been on Twitter too much. I have been. Yeah, I really yeah, have been. Just stop following football accounts. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And like, but I guess I, I get nervous before most old firm games, regardless, even if we are going to pump them. So I guess it might be good because it might be a back and forward, but it'll be, I've been that used to being relaxed about old firm games. Yeah. It's going to take me a little while to get used to getting the fear back into me. But surely that's a good thing. Like, I can't understand. Yeah, it is you're, good. Right, so, I mean, I'm not really into sports. I will watch a competitive baking programme. Like, yes, ice that cake stressfully. Brilliant. <laughs> but I don't really... I'm not a big sports person. Mm. I like the NFL. That was quite good, getting into that last year and everything oh, yeah, like yeah, it. Yeah. Um, I like ice hockey. That's quite fun because people beat the shit out of each other. But other than that, like... Eh. But surely you want to watch something where you're stressed. Because I remember watching the Super Bowl and, like, obviously I'm an Eagles fan. Yeah. Um, and it was so stressful at points and it was yeah. brilliant and that's what I enjoyed. Surely there's nothing good about watching a game and being like, yeah, we're going to beat them. This is amazing. So many goals. Like, that just sounds boring. It, it, it does, it's not so much boring because it's, it's the atmosphere and it was the patter. But it's, like, it's just, it's been that long since there has been stakes. Because, mm-hmm. and the thing is, I don't, I do not believe... I genuinely don't believe that we have dropped that much in uh, ability. Yeah. And they have jumped that much up because the gulf over the last few seasons has been 
enormous. Huge. Yeah. Why not? No Jordan. I mean, well, I, I could be wrong. It's good to be right, but yeah, it's, I, I was just it's good. Bringing to, in a few, you know, better quality players than what you had before, along with you know, uh, good quality coaching. You've got the fans behind you. It's a full house every week. There's nothing to. You know, suggest right. that they haven't improved, and then with the momentum from the fans and all the crap on Twitter and all the stuff, that momentum's a funny thing in sport, man. It you is. Don't necessarily need to be the you best. Can't quantify. Yeah. It. See, after speaking to you guys, he, I feel sick. He, he <laughs> I feel ill. <laughs> I know. Like, uh, I kind of like this. I like this. You being oh, a man, like, You were so smug. I was. Very some podcast. You know what? I would do it all over again because it was just oh it was succulent <laughs> see the misery and the salty goodness of the right we've got Rangers fans that listen to the podcast too. I know and they'd say the exact same thing but yeah no like, it'll be it'll be good and like you'll get to see because you've never seen when is it Week on Sunday. Oh, I can't. Two wait. weeks on Sunday. I think. I'm gonna go stay at my parents. I cannot wait. Second, oh, second uh, September. So a week on Sunday. Yeah. I feel you've pushed me into being like a Rangers supporter here. I know. <laughs> I don't want to support the Rangers. The Rangers, nice. <laughs> you got your Rangers top. You're a cherries boy. Yeah. But uh, no, like it'll, it'll be good. I think you're, you're right. It's just it's going to take a bit of getting used to if. We get beat. It's yeah. going to take a bit of getting used to. <laughs> It'll be hilarious too. Twitter will be hilarious then. I'm not going to lie. I love you and I love you, but like, it would be kind of funny. <laughs> it's getting to that point. But the thing is, you, you've, you've only ever, we've only ever been together when Celtic have been riding high. So you've never seen me when like the night before, when it used to be the night before, I'd be like, I'd be up for hours. I'd have a shocking sleep. I'd barely say a word before kickoff. Really? Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's... it's I just, I, like I, I would love to be that passionate about anything, but like I just don't get. I, I don't understand it. Like I don't understand being that stressed about something. Uh, it's, it's, and it is, and it's ridiculous. It is, and like I know it is, but it is so deeply ingrained yeah. in me that I can't help it. It just it is something that I have. You know, See, what was, me, uh, sorry, mate. Just you guys were all talking about superstitions and all that. Ella, I didn't believe in any of that shit. What it actually is is becomes a, a force of habit. So mm-hmm. your feelings and emotions before the game. Again, it's a force of habit, even though you're flying high and pumping them, even when they were down in League Two. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? If an old firm came, game came up, say, in the, the League Cup or whatever, like you did a couple of years mm-hmm. back, you'd still be nervous before that game. Yeah. Even though you knew you were going to pump them. The nerves have reduced over the last couple of years, but this is the first time in, since they beat us in, uh, in this cup semi-final, quarter-final, Five years ago, Ronnie Tyler. Long time ago, that now, eh? Like that, aye, that was a like that was the last time that I properly been nervous for it. So yeah, it may be welcome to get a bit of chase back into it, but definitely will. Be. Christ, man! I'm I used to be the same way with the Giants. Like I used to be so annoyed when they lost, and then you know what the cue, the cure is for all that shit? Having a terrible season like they had last year. Because then you're like, you know what? I don't really care what happens because I know they're going to lose the rest of the season. So I'm going to just sit back. I'm just going to enjoy football, for American football, for what it is, and then that's it. My old man always says to me, "Is that if we, whenever Celtic get beat, that who else are you going to support?" Yeah, uh, that always kind of comes in like. Oh, yeah, like doesn't matter if they lose yeah. or not. I did. Can I just start bringing some? I um, I tried to bet Mike on American football, and he shite bagged it. Oh, yeah. uh, what the Jet and Giant game? Yeah. It's pretty much no, I mean, in the, I mean, in the season, they're, they're not playing this year, are they? They're not playing this year. They might. Oh, let's check it out. If they're playing this year, I'll bet. Yeah, I'm, I'm confident in my boys this year. What, what I mean, are we, what's on the line? What are the stakes? Oh, I thought 
See, you have to do something good. They play every four years, so I don't think they play the Dolphins. Right, okay, right. I'll put my stakes on the table, and we have to come up with something for Mike to do. So, <laughs> right, we want to make money, but if... No, they don't play this year. If. Oh, they don't play this year? No. Never mind. What are we going to say then? Uh, okay, we'll, we'll put it on the old firm. We'll do something on the old firm. Uh, okay, yeah. Right, okay, so, <laughs> we, have, we, have, we have to figure. So, I, I, I can get I can say what my stakes will be. Okay. If Rangers win, mm-hmm. I will do an entire podcast wearing a Rangers shirt. Yeah, all right. But we need to come, I'll only do it if we come up with something equally as painful for you to do. Okay, if you guys can think of it, then we should leave it up to the listeners. Why don't we have the listeners? Oh, yeah. I do. Well, uh, if uh, <laughs> Rangers lose, he's not really that big a Rangers fan. That's no, true. No, yeah. Rangers no, that if much. Rangers yeah. lose, then Mike has to do the entire Rangers, podcast. So. Not fair. Okay, that's fair. Right, and oh, then I've got an idea for a further one after that. Okay. So, <laughs> the fuck, this is just going to make this going to be good for people to listen. So, if Rangers finish higher in the league than Celtic this year, okay, we have to do the same odd stakes. However, it has to be for an entire month of podcasts. Of podcasts. Okay. That we have to do in those outfits. This is hurting you more than it is hurting yeah. me. But yeah, actually, you know, we need to come up with better stakes for Mike because I know that yeah. will break my heart, and my dad would disown me. But <laughs> photos every single oh, week yeah. of you in so that many pictures. Gear. I'll get one blown up and done yeah. on a canvas. Yeah, we can put it in the living room. Probably in his grave, even though he's no deed. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd you say that about? I like Papa Pat. Oh. <laughs> Paul was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> So last week, uh, I said I was watching Last Chance You. Um, mm. I have been obsessed with it. I mean, I've been well, pretty much on the last season now. It's so good. I've, I've not watched the new season, actually. I uh, think you'd like it, Chuff. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's good. Like, um, there, There's a lot of sports in it. They don't get too technical with the, with the football stuff. It's which, more game stuff, isn't it? So it's not Yeah, but it's all about like life, too. It's just, it's just about life. And one thing Do you know I've, what we're talking about? I stopped listening for the beginning of the conversation. Oh, I was okay. thinking about other like, stuff. Basically, what, what it is is that Last Chance You is a documentary series on Netflix about uh, a third division college in America. Juco. Juco yeah. College. Juco basically, what it is is they take um, players who have played in Division 1 and 2 college in America but have been chucked out for actually problems like drugs. drugs. Just like, like the down and outs, basically. But these are like amazing players but they just don't have the dedication to continue. Great. So what they do is they take them into this football program. So they like smash the league a lot because these these players are amazing. But they have like a a program within the school to try and help them improve and get their grades up and uh, make them functioning members of society. Um, so it's based on that, and it's really the first series is amazing. It's really good, and it just goes through the entire season. There's been a second season come out, and that's what Mike's talking about now. Okay, just give you a little bit of background. So there was part of the the game. Did you see the one with the fight? The, they got to fight, and then they got suspended. The end of the la- spoiler alert. The bro. end of the first season. Yes. Yes. So I kind of felt, and I'll ask you guys what you think. I kind of felt bad that I kind of was on the coach's side at first. I was like, they, they warned you this was going to happen all week. Mm-hmm. They told you that the guys were going to try and get you to fight. They got into the game and they got you to fight and you just got thrown out and you deserve it. But then after listening to the guys talk a little bit, I was kind of like, if, even if it wasn't even that, if I saw you like in the green room or something getting stomped out by like 20 guys mm-hmm. and then, but Megan was like, Mike, I know what this is going to, before we go out, I know it's going to happen, but we're going on anyway. 
don't don't go over there and help. I can't not go over there and yeah. help out. You, you know what I'm saying? Like I I agree. It's the, it's the team mentality and it. I, I, do you think that they they were justified in going on there to help their their brother on the field? Or their, yeah, their... I, I I think and I've, this this happened in. Um, I remember years ago when I was playing amateur football, we played against a team from Dundee. And you could tell from the start this team were out for a row. They weren't technically great, but they were just chopping folk down. Yeah. And uh, the manager at half time was like, do not fucking rise to it. We have this game in the bag. Mm. Don't rise to it. And they were like, they were booting lumps at our keeper. They were elbowing <laughs> our keeper at corners. Like, he was taking a beating. Yeah. And so the ball sort of bounced. And it was a nothing ball. And it bounced in the keeper's arm. And like, the striker sort of pretended to jump, like, to try and head out, but he didn't. And then he just fucking threw our leg out, studs up to get in our keeper. Our keeper moved out of the way. Snapped and as the boy was on the deck, just booted the boy clean in the stomach. Oh, so like three of their midfielders just bolted on yeah. and started going for our keeper. So we all fucking ran on <laughs> because like it was one of our players was getting stomped on by four different people. Yeah. So like I ran off the bench and just went fucking through someone and it just kicks off and it is silly and it's stupid. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I would agree if I seen any of my mates in a situation that I didn't think they were handling, yeah, then I would be. And there were a second thought. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough to preach all that like family shit in the locker room and before games, and then when you see a member of your family getting hurt, you, you're going to go over there and you're going to want to help. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I understand from the coaching point of view, it's kind of like it, with anything. I've told you this a thousand times, and I want you to do what I say on the field, or I'm going to get angry. Or, and, but then they see that, and then they're like. Okay, well, you can't do that now. That, you know I mean? that like, you have be, to shut that, that off. Be the most because I, I remember watching. It, I remember agreeing with the coaches. Yeah. Like, just don't. Just like, just know in your head that it's going to. But then you know yourself when you're on the pitch. It's tough, and it gets. And the thing I like about American football is that as heated as everything ever got, because it's such a contact sport, it was very rarely any physical, like any sort of altercations outside of the play. Yeah. Because if you're frustrated about the guy in front of you. If you just wait until the ball's in play, you can hit that person. <laughs> and you're probably tired by that point. Yeah, anyway, the, 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 one, the one time I ever seen anything was a guy, uh, I can't remember, who was he playing for? Maybe Newcastle. Or was it Carl? I don't know what it was. But like, um, he tackled our running back and he said something and the running back just laughed at him or said something back to him. Mm-hmm. And the guy headbutted him and instantly was sent off. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like it was, and it was like you say, it was just a bump in a helmet, so there's no actual damage done. But and as soon as they're not running about, it's like you fucking idiot, because <laughs> the ref is right there, and they literally do not tolerate that. If there is unsportsmanly contact outside of an actual play, yeah, you're not getting back on the pitch. That's it. It's game over. What so, happens if you get red carded as such in American football? You get ejected. You just bring somebody in or else someone to play their position. Yeah, yeah. that's bullshit. Why? Because you should be a man down. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. If you're going to cause violence on the field, then yeah, your position should be empty. No, well, whatever the offence yeah. is, if, if you're ejected from the game, I don't think you should be able then to substitute somebody else on in their position. Mm. I think, I think in, in a game like American football... American sports don't do that for some reason. Yeah, they, once you get, if you get ejected, they can... Well, well I, know in, I, know, I know in hockey, when they get sin-binned, they're not allowed to make a sub while that person oh, yeah. is, in the, yeah. is, in yeah. the, is in the bin. But I think in American football, it's different with the likes of uh, European football. Because European football, you can make allowances and cover positions. Whereas American football, if the defence loses one player... And they're going to get absolutely. I just think it would yeah, take well, away well, from the, the defence loses one player. But it's exactly the same in football. Yeah. yeah. 
I can see where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah I can see. I just, I, just, yeah. I just wonder. I just no, thought about point, it. Yes. I just, I, 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 I don't. It's gonna sound weird because I just said I'm like, oh, okay, because they beat the shit each other. Like, see when it's a game where it is like a contact sport. Mm. I get that, but I don't understand why people playing a sport feel the need to be violent outside of what the actual game entails. Like, I don't get that. He just told you he gets nervous before watching. Oh Celtic no, totally. Games. But like, it's, 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 a, it's, it's a, a different a, thing than actually being you, physically violent. Like, I don't at, get that. Look at the rugby boys. So once you're down in that rock, then you kid yourself that they've not got arms and they're oh, nipping you. Out of the arms. That was American football. Every, every dog. I, I remember having your bollocks. Do you know what I mean? Biting. I remember. I remember rolling. I remember rolling. It's trying to do anything to get an advantage over your opponent mm. because if you it's those tiny margins at the highest and it is, it's, 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 we don't we don't think of it that way because we're just spectators mm. but when you're on the pitch if you know say for instance I'm a striker and I know for a fact that the centre half that the centre back that I'm going up against has a bad temper he gets wound up if you talk about his mom or his sister or something. Right. I, mean, if you, if you, if just I just think that's such a shit move. But that's what, it's a shit house move, but it's what you do to gain the advantage. To, to gain an advantage. And yeah. if I can go chip away in his ear the whole game and he kicks out of me and his team's down 10 men, oh, wow. I've done my job. It's like, it's like you'll see, his fault you will, he you will, can control himself. You will always see, you will always see if a, if a striker or a, a football player wins a penalty Regardless of whether they're dove or whatever, if they win a penalty, they will get high five by their team mm-hmm. because they've got themselves in a position where the defenders had to make an illegal challenge and then they have won their team the opportunity to score a penalty. I mean, so it is, it's, it's tactics. It's about it's about winning, and I suppose that's the difference between us and professional athletes. They have that competitive edge. They have that drive to win. Mm. I just think it's all dick moves. That's just it. It was the exact same when the, the World Cup was on though, and every single time someone dove, I just thought, like, what the fuck is the point in this? Like, yeah. what are you so doing? I, I, You're acting know, like children. I, I understand. I understand. Like the mental aspect, like it's, it's like Conor McGregor doesn't fight all the time. If you can weaken your opponent in any way, yeah, by getting them angry, whereas because not some people say they play better when they're angry. I, that's I don't because you, you lose edge you don't actually think about what you're doing you lash out mm-hmm. that's just a natural emotion so if you can take a defender who is very good at it but you know for a fact they have a temper and you can exploit that weakness then you're going to exploit that weakness because it will give you the advantage you know what I mean as shit as you say I want this guy to play his best and then that way we might lose no you're going to say I'm going to play my best and I'm going to do my best to wind them up and then we might win. We'll give us the extra edge. I always wish I was one of those guys that talk shit and could like, like needed to talk shit to be good to play well. Mm. But anytime I talk shit, I got killed. I, so I, I just kept quiet. I always found it better to be funny. That's that's where I've always been. And it was like that guy in Northumberland. He was yeah. trying to be aggressive. So I was like, "Are you alright, sweetheart?" And I completely <laughs> caught him off guard, and then he got nailed, and that was it. So I've never, never been a mean character. Oh, I'm so angry, girl. How was that? Hot. <laughs> <laughs> Moister than an oyster. I wish Aww, I had. Hey. <coughs> the show was disgusting. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, but besides that, it's the only sports. I, I haven't watched as much football as I'd like to. I've been keeping up with Bournemouth a little bit, but mm. I've kind of fallen off. With I think it feels that the, the holy goalie plays for Bournemouth. 
Who's that? Arthur Boric. Ah, why is he the holy goalie? Well, he's a, he's a, he used to be a former, a former Celtic player, and before every game, what Shock he would do is... <laughs> before every game... Was, all of them. Celtic, Celtic are, are famous for doing the huddle before the match, so they, before the game kicks off, the whole team get in a huddle, and it's, it's a thing. Yeah. Um, but he would always bless himself in front of the goal before each half. Yeah. And because of all the Catholics, Protestant connotations, come on, Rangers can Rangers fans used to fucking hate it it used to drive them mental so I remember one game when it was at the height of being a big issue yeah. what happened was they ran out of the pitch for an old fun game and where the Celtic end was the Rangers fans were sort of right behind that goal mm-hmm. so what they did was the 10 other players formed the huddle and left a gap for Arthur Boric and he ran down blessed himself like three quarters of Celtic Park went absolutely bananas and the other fans just started going mental and he was like he was one of those players on your team that really buys into the spirit Yeah. so like you love to have him on your team but like Everyone else hates him. Like Lennon. Yeah. Yes. Like Lennon or like Scott Sergio Brown. Sergio Ramos. <laughs> Sergio <laughs> Ramos or Kyle Lafferty or Nacho Novo. You know what I mean? These are yeah. guys who epitomised your team. So anyone apart from his supporters would hate him. And Arthur Boric was just amazing. And my favourite moment was he, a penalty shootout. He scored an absolute peach. Was it against Dundee United? Or was it, it was a European game? But when they go around the penalty shootout, when it gets to the very end, the keepers have to take penalties. Once, like, if everyone else is when and it's still a draw then rarely the keepers will then take right. the penalties yeah. it was against Dundee United yeah. it was it? and he stepped up and he scored an absolute rocket right into the top of the net like an absolute pro rocket a rocket um, we don't have any bra knots this week but, 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 uh, I, got, I have two oh, normally, yeah Andy sent me one oh, well he sent one to the email basket yeah. and I, I put one in there but is it time for a bra or not yeah. bra or not So read Andy's first. I Over, this was a long-winded one. I forgot he sent this. It was. He sent this one like anyone's actually going to be like, oh yeah, bro, yeah, cool. Um, he says there's a guy in the same work building as me that uses the middle of three urinals available when visiting the restroom. Every time I go in there, he's there. <laughs> Legs akimbo. One of my favorite comedians is Legs akimbo. It's a good com- uh, a good athlete name. Legs akimbo <laughs> down the sideline touchdown. <laughs> Legs, uh, legs I, I can only really imagine him just like, is he just standing like that <laughs> that is legs akimbo yeah just um, twerk position legs akimbo with a free urine on either side I always opt to use a stall as I <laughs> as I adopt the at least one clear urinal on either side unless one side is the wall rule yeah. simple question is this using the middle of three urinals bra or no see I, I've always assumed that it was just a given that you don't use the middle urinal. You give a space. Unless there is no other available room. Mm-hmm. And I just want to clarify the reason why I agree with that. It's not because, oh, he's got his wee-wee out and I'm straight. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's just because, like, some people have a wide carriage. You know, a wide space, berth. Right? You know what I mean? Uh, we don't need to be foot to foot if we're peeing. You know what I mean? It's tough at work because they have, like, think of, a, like, a square and north, south, east, west. There's two urinals in the north, and then there's two on the east, mm-hmm. right? And it's really tough, but there's basically three because on the east urinals, there is one of those hand things. Yeah. We slip the thing in, and it gets mighty drafty in there. If you're someone is washing their hands and drying their hands, and you're peeing near it. So, that seems unhygienic anyway to have a hand dryer right next to you. I don't understand that. 
And so I never use that one. So I go on this. Sometimes you got to sidle up next to some dude that you share. Yeah, unless it's avoidable, but like you say, it's more of a personal space thing. Because like, yes. I adopt the yeah. eyes front. Yeah. But if you're, spe- if you're talking to your pal, it's a straight yeah. head straight. Eyes do not so you don't like both stare at each other's peens and just kind of chat about it? You don't it. play swords? I play swords all the time. There's nothing better than crossing swords. <laughs> but that's for close friends. You don't know, you just go up there and say, hey, buddy. <laughs> I've tried that. I got a black eye. <laughs> well, you know what? Also, is gross. It's gross. We're talking about urinals. Like guys wiping boogers on the wall on a urinal. Oh, Men are the worst people on the earth. I, I come, I'm convinced we're the worst. Oh, we suck. We're awful. we're terrible people. Men awful. are trash. Yeah. Uh, that was also understandable. Back to Andy's point. So I'm going to say no. You're going to say no. It's just general. good etiquette. If there is a space available, yes, you take it. So I'm, it's a no from me. I'm going no as well. Andy Matt. So I'm gonna give a fuck, mate. Like, bottom line, Andy's just whipping out his dog. No, listen, man. Boils down to this. I'm in there to take a fucking piss, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm not really bothered where I'm doing it. You know what one's available. <laughs> if anyone's there, I'm not even thinking about it. Yeah. I'm just going in there to take a piss and get out. Okay. So I really thought about it, and to be honest, it doesn't really bother me because I'm not standing there going, "Well, there's somebody next to me." That makes me uncomfortable. Or you just look on that, yeah, look if you want, but no, I'm just <laughs> I'm like, height. I'm just like, there's somebody in the middle of one, longer. and then I'm going on the side of them. So you're going to say, bro? No, even bothered me. <laughs> it's not an answer. Bro, no, <laughs> no, even bothered me. Megan, if you had a penis, what would you do? See, I'm kind of indifferent to this, because on nights out, without even that much alcohol, I'm in the same cubicle as one of my pals, because other words... It would stop the conversation dead to go pee. So we just God the forbid. Same so <laughs> okay, God forbid. The conversation is more important than the peeing. Do you know sometimes so, have women's toilets where there are two toilets? Yes, they do. That's they smart. understand us. You know smart. They have a little shelf for your drinks too. Usually, you know what really, it's not really upset me once. It's finding out that in Witherspoons in Perth, in the men's toilets, the window is frosted yeah. and it is a bathroom. In the women's toilets, the window is unfrosted. And they have a sofa. Well, we don't anymore, but we used to. So, like, on nights out, you get two drinks before you went up to the loo because you go up, pee, have a drink, sit in the couches, have a conversation, make friends with everyone in the toilet because that's what you do. That's where you make your <laughs> best friends in the world that you never speak to again. And then usually pee again and then come back downstairs with your second drink. Imagine going right. in the stairs, all the food, and the guy's like, what's the table number? You're like, the couch up in the fucking ladies' <laughs> bar. Right. See you up Bring there. my fucking cheese sticks up there, buddy. Grab yourself some more drinks and head back up there on it. <laughs> It's just like a kitchen party, but in a toilet. Honestly, the chats you have with girls in bathrooms is amazing. That is where you meet, like, they'll just come up and compliment. Like, girls are amazing. I remember being in the ice factory one night. It was like Halloween and I was dressed as a cowboy and had a little crop top on. And this woman came up and just started stroking my tummy. And she was like, how did you get that? That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, all right. But when I do it, (laughs) stroking some guy's abs in the loft, he punched me in the nose. That's great. Honestly, you need like an ego boost. Just go into not you guys, no, so but if, as a woman, go into the women's bathroom. I've heard this is the place to be. <laughs> Get it? All right, I'll take your shirt off. <laughs> so you just hit the bogs, man. You're getting hustled by some guys trying to squish you full of cool water and fucking no splash, drip no gas. Here's another one, bro. No, the guy in the bathroom. That no, not the guy, but using cologne. In the bathrooms at a club or a bar. See, bar usually it's, oh, mate, it's handy. See if you're trying to get in a bit of bird or that. Especially, see, it's like in the middle, like it's the middle of the summer, and yeah. obviously like, and you're, you're dressing your finery, and finery usually isn't the lightest of gear. Mm-hmm. So if you're mm-hmm. out cutting your shapes on the dance floor, you go for a slash, and that guy's got a fucking 
bottle of right guard there and you need that just to kind of <laughs> okay no deodorant is different I'm saying like um, after just cologne or aftershave see what that's, that's brought I yeah, brought yeah. Yeah. Hey, but I see I'm prepared on the way out of the house I got the cologne yeah, the way I see oh my yeah but you get stinky midnight Mike it's a top up bro Ah. Tapa, but what if, what if it clashes that's, with what you're wearing? You don't go for it. One, you guy, go for one it guy said to me, the guy used to do the zoo, he would just go, no splash, no gash. Ah. Two on the shoulders, one under the bars, and you're off to go. I don't but I guess as well, was, the way I've always seen it as well is like, this <laughs> guy's like just trying to make a couple of quid. Yeah. So if I've got three buck in my pocket, I'm going to chuck it in his... I'm not giving him three buck. Fuck that, man. Apparently inflation <laughs> has come into this because is if you get a bit of chewing gum, one bit of chewing gum in a loft, it's like one or two quid now. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Nah, Man, I sometimes even just give my quid if I didn't want it. And I'm just like, there you go, mate. Can you obviously... This is not where you thought you would be in your life, so I'm going to... There's a buck. Who knows? Maybe, he, maybe he just does that. He, he owns a software company in... Uh, oh. <laughs> somewhere in England. Right? He drives up to Perth and he hangs out in... Uh, <laughs> Could be, mate. I bet you make a decent amount of candy then, actually. Uh, it's probably somebody that throws you a I wonder how many fans are then... Yeah, I've never seen it happen, but you wonder how many folk are in there probably just try to go, oh, what's that, mate, Bosh? <laughs> yeah, they do the same that. thing they all do is just take some of the cash out every so often so you can't grab it all mm. yeah they just leave some there so you know where to put it yeah, yeah. I'm going to say bra I'm okay. going to say bra for the dudes in the box yeah bra for middle urinals bra for the guys squishing you in the box it's just Andy's it's, just, a, it's just an all around good day in the toilet <laughs> <laughs> bra Andy, for double toilets and women's bra am I using this right is Andy Heaton He's hidden. He's hidden. There he's you go. Hidden All right. Right. Still shouldn't use it though. I'm Scottish. <laughs> I'm Scottish mate. Oh, honey, is that, is no. That okay? <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say not. Like, uh, have your own cologne. Stick to your own scent. Well, so I usually you get the same scent. If I'm wearing something, we'll go. Out, if if you get, see it there, yeah, yeah. I'll okay. get that. Let yeah, your pheromones carry you if you're on the hunt. I'd never go oh, away to cool water and then mix up with a kudos halfway through uh, or something yeah. like that. I'm, I'm not going from blue jeans to jupe, you know what I mean? I'm not oh. a fucking savage. Yeah, you said you had one as well, Mike. Yeah, so I, I had uh, just was going to talk about waffles and pancakes, but waffles instead of pancakes. You have to bring up pancakes when she's here. Why? Because we had that fallout before, remember? No, I don't. Remember I said I'll eat my granny's pancakes? Oh. You fucking knew. You did not know. <laughs> but this makes this even better. <laughs> no. Did you apologise for this last time? When, I did. She's she's yeah, she's we did. Oh, yeah, I'm still she, super mad about it. She, yeah, she, she holds a like, grudge. What are you Jordan? Uh, yeah. <laughs> she does that all the time anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, breakfast, mate. Breakfast waffles over pancakes, bro, no, or not? No. No, it's no? pancakes no. all day, bro. Yeah, you guys all like day. your uh, savoury waffles, don't you? I don't mind. Oh, Bob's like potato waffles. Yeah. Oh, uh, waffles. yes. Yeah, you can have them on a bracket, though. No. 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 That and some turkey dinosaurs with a bit of beans. <laughs> Amazing. You know you can put those in the toaster? Someone told me the other day. Yeah, but don't. No? <laughs> no. Grill them or oven them. Yeah, but don't. <laughs> So what is this bra and all then? Is it pancakes, pancakes instead of waffles? Or would you choose or pancakes waffles instead of... I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. you're right. This isn't even a bra, no, this is just an if or but. If or but, yeah. No, pancakes. Pancakes all day. I choose waffles over pancakes. I like a big Belgian waffle. But like that to me is like a, a post-dinner pudding. You know, like a pancake. No. No. Like that's not a breakfast food. I would put like... Yeah, 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 you can go as both. No, you feel like Americans put syrup over their breakfast, though. That's, that's, that's another, that's a dessert thing. Syrup over your pancakes? I, like, I have them actually. Megan made me bacon pancakes. Oh, you put was jam on yours, don't you? No, oh, I'm actually. Came, I like, I like a, a big old pancake just with butter on it. I like it plain. I'm not like I don't mind like other stuff on it, but a big buttery pancake. Mm, so buttery that when you pick it up, like the butter just. Po- oh oh yeah. mommy, daddy. Mm. 
Kim, I'm all for breakfast. What do you want? Pancakes? Pancakes and beans. Can we do pancakes on Sunday? Oh, hell yes. Nice. Will his grandma be up to make them at that oh. time? <laughs> anyway, uh, so I'm going to say bra for the waffles. You say yes, say no. No, no okay. for waffles, bro. All right. So do we jump in? Uh, what, we got any more bra? No, it's a slow week for the bra noise. This is like the first we time. We never even put No, that was on bad. I've got to be honest, guys. I'm going to have to bring this up now. I think uh-huh. we've really took, taken our foot off the gas this week in terms of running <laughs> our social media. We have. Yeah. And that's, you know, so I do a lot of stuff from the background, but this week I've kind of been a bit off it as well. No, so I agree. I, I normally help out on the social media too. I've been I've, I've been trying busy. to do it, but like I said before, the post button on Facebook on my phone does not fucking work. Excuses, excuses. Yeah, I didn't yeah. Yeah. have an excuse. You just say you've been lazy. I know, I've just, I've, I've had a busy week as well. I know. No, we, we, we promise though, guys, the, the social media will pick back up for real. Uh, yeah, what are we listening to and watching? What have you been watching I had something for this. I've got a few things. What do you got? Right, don't mind. I'll start with it. Um, I watched the All or Nothing documentary on Amazon Prime. Oh, is that the Man City? Yeah, Man City. Yeah, Man City. Yeah, was that? Eight that. episodes, 50 minutes an episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did it all in a day. Ooh. It was fucking brilliant. Yeah, they did yeah. as well. Um, looking at uh, professional sport at that level... We were talking about it earlier on, the fine details, the, the microscopic details that go into preparation, then execution of the plan oh, yeah. on a daily, weekly basis. Just, it's really, really fascinating stuff. Mm. Guardiola as well, really interesting cat. Like, he really from, is, from, uh, the, from the sort of the adverts and the trailers that I've seen, it, I'd like, I'm, I've always liked Guardiola. I'm not a big Man City fan, but like, I do like Guardiola and I like his sort of, his ethos and his ideals. I like the way he conducts himself, so I'm actually quite interested to watch that. I I like the way that he conducts himself. I like the way that he conveys his beliefs and his ideas and his mm. philosophy and how he translates that to the players. And more actually importantly, the document is a huge part about the staff. Mm. You know, don't just forget it's not you know twenty two players That's in the squad. It. Yeah. It's all the other shit mm. that goes into it trainers in the and God knows what else. Um, I won't go too much into detail because it it's just worth a watch. You've got a chance, honestly, give it, give it a go. Uh, other than that, big plans, upgrades for the podcast, new gear coming in, yeah. lots of new things are on the way. Shout out to our sponsors. That's, um, why, that's why it's a slow week this week, because we're coming back hard next yeah. week with uh, next week. the appropriate gear. Yeah. Um, and other than that, uh, just been working away, lots of music, lots of mixing, doing some stuff for a techno producer called The General. Um, got, uh, I'll no name her name, but I've got a young lady here in Perth that spit some bars and all that kind of stuff, so she's looking to get into it, so trying nice. to get something constructed for her. Um, other than that... Have you still got your super secret announcement that you mentioned last week? Yeah, well, I've been uh, working on that this week. It's not ready for this week. Um, but as I said to Mike before you guys got here earlier, there is a... We don't even know. There's a sort of two to three week, sort of little step-by-step incremental plan to roll out some upgrades and oh some God. things and all sorts of bits and Jesus, pieces that I've got control. in the works. So that's probably why I've been off my game social media-wise and all yeah, the other shit. We that promise, we promise we will pick um, it back up again, guys. So yeah, other than that, uh, a lot of YouTube for me again this week. Mm-hmm. Just always is a um, lot of MMA stuff. Not as many podcasts, although I did watch a fantastic podcast before I came here, which was 
Joe Rogan and Neil deGrasse Tyson yes I've seen some of that, that was and great. I messaged you this morning and I was like oh it's high as fuck my head's melted <laughs> it's like three three hours or something I love it, he's, he's always a, really there's, good there's, so. like a, there's a video or a meme and it's one of the times that he's a Joe Rogan's had Neil deGrasse Tyson on and Joe Rogan's always like high out of his mind <laughs> and Neil deGrasse Tyson's just explained something Joe Rogan's just sitting there like wide eyed just like and he's like when Neil deGrasse Tyson tries to dumb down astrophysics for you <laughs> I've also been watching another series that Bert Kreisner does uh, called Something's Burning. I don't know if you've oh, ever seen that on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. So he basically just gets like his pals and that around his gaff and then he starts cooking something. Mm-hmm. So he, he can't cook. Yeah. But it's all just like comedians and podcasts and they'll just get pissed uh, and then his, 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 off. And who cook. is it? What's the guy's name? Bert Kreischer. Bert Kreischer. The Machine. Bert Kreischer. The Machine. See, if you haven't heard, his, his famous bit is uh, it's called The Machine mm-hmm. and I won't spoil it but if you go on YouTube and just put in Burt Kreischer The Machine it's well, on funnily Facebook enough, page he's on Joe Rogan he was he just started streaming about 20 minutes before I came here so I watched the first 15 minutes of that mm. and he was actually really annoying me because he was telling some joke about some other something else that happened he's on a live show and he told it on another podcast last week and I was just like fuck it's it wasn't funny then you're not telling it's, it's, it's comedy special <laughs> it's comedy special goes on Netflix tomorrow oh does it yeah Secret Time I believe it's called oh yeah new Netflix stuff coming soon yeah. probably beginning in a month it's yeah, big I have been I have been a, a, I listened to the latest episode of a friend on the Night and Day podcast oh wow. uh, we have to issue an apology to Alana why because apparently I think we corrected ourselves last week the episode before we just called her PJ's wife oh and she started off the podcast last uh, the, the, night, the episode and it was just uh, uh, PJ I'm PJ Wagon and she went and, uh, and I'm here with and he just she just Alana just went PJ's wife oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like but her to be fair though they did they also wished me a happy birthday um, so I was very chuffed for that it was a good episode um, I really like they've got quite a good dynamic because it's they, they, they talk like a married couple they don't try and like uh, glam it up for the show it's a very real chat between two people obviously mm. they're, it's good to hear like they're, they're trying to balance their kids and their kids clubs and they're big and their crossfit and they obviously both work Tough, yeah. um, and I think they're, they're, they both do competitive crossfit as well they've actually got a I believe I think I saw, I'm still kind of it was a, a woman called uh, Margot Alvarez she was like a quite a big crossfitter and they've actually got her coming on as a guest in the coming weeks oh, nice. so that was a really good but yeah I want to say thank you specifically for which me hashtag making moves Ken yourself and they've got a new theme tune did you have a listen oh yeah I oh I haven't I heard it. it I played it to yeah, you actually it's brilliant and it, was, oh, it was the fucking the old Frankie boy on it as well man it was Quality. I'm going to listen to it um, I caught up on uh, some Johnny Vaughan's podcast who I still think is the funniest man on radio he is he is very funny he's fuck. he's so good <laughs> the, the sports show he does on a Saturday called The Kickabout which isn't technically a sports show they try and do all they can to avoid talking about sports with any real sense cracks me up um, what else watching a lot of YouTuber called Mr Sunday Movies um, he does a podcast that we listen to called The Weekly Planet. It's just about comic book movies, um, yeah. sci-fi programs, stuff like that. He's both listened to it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's it was, um, cool. was a couple of them podcasts things together. we bonded over. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the his, his, together, his, Connie. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, some better Connie. shit, Connie. <laughs> Megan said more than four words per episode. <laughs> but um, watching a lot of his YouTube videos, he does a lot like Easter egg videos or trailer breakdowns and stuff, and like. 
I'm pretty sad because I love all that shit. So we usually watch a couple of them before sleepy times. Mm. Um, oh, that's cool. Oh, we watched. What did we watch? That was we. We uh, was it Sunday? We had a we had a bit of quiet time on a Sunday and like a free day, so we watched like a lot of the final destination movies. It was amazing, but completely out of sync. We watched like six and then two and then four. Why? Just because that those like because we're just going through Amazon Prime and like one in three were wanting like five quid to rent it, but yeah. all the rest of them were uh, were free, mm-hmm. and six was the first one that came up. Oh, I couldn't do that. Uh, oh, there's no real so order, but the 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 final one. And I don't know if anyone plans to watch uh, Final Destination movies, but the, the last one that they released the whole time, <laughs> you're thinking it's just another film in the series. Yeah. And they think they've beat the chain, and then they get on a plane, and it turns out it's the plane from the first movie. Mind blown. Oh. So the guys they get <laughs> off the plane, cheat death, and then the people that thought they've beat it then get sucked out and split in half by the wings and shit. And it is just it's ridiculous. Spoiler alert! Tremendous. So yeah, had a great time. Thirty four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, uh, yeah. that is around about the the percentage that you want. It's just it's so bad. It's good. Yeah. So We're going to go see the Meg on Sunday, oh. and I am the pumped. Meg, no, no, yeah. the, giant, uh, the giant shark. So, uh, which one of you guys would like to go next, Mike? Lady first. Okay, go. Uh, I watched that. Just a disen. Oh god, I can't Yeah, I've watched part of it. So, sorry. Disenchanted. Yeah, it's uh, or disenchantment or whatever. It's um, the one by the guy who did Simpsons and Futurama. Um, and okay. we watched part of the first episode. Wasn't into it at all. And then someone I follow on Twitter said it's it's a good kind of stopgap in between now and when Rick and Morty comes back. So I thought, right, let's try and get past a couple of episodes. Oh, get back in and it is fine. It's fine. Mm. It's it's not. I don't know if it's maybe just not hit a stride. It was just not for me. But I feel like I'm really hard to impress when it comes to like adult cartoons because mm-hmm. like yeah. South Park's awesome. Family Guy's great. Rick and Morty is possibly one of the greatest things that's ever. Which channel is that on now? Rick and Morty. Oh, uh, Rick and Morty or the Rick and Morty. Netflix. Oh, is it? All three yeah. seasons. Oh, Netflix. Oh, three. Check it out then. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. I fucking love Rick and Morty. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that's. Yeah. Uh, I'm basically just holding out for Tuesday when the Bake Off comes back. Oh, oh Bake Off kicking off. Oh, oh yes. Actually, that's cool. We usually record on Tuesday, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, shit. I also don't make you watch stuff that I know that you don't enjoy. That's true, yeah. Because I'm not a dick. <laughs> you was at Ariana Grande's album. You said you were listening to it. To be fair, I've only listened to a couple of tracks. Love God is a Woman. Love. That's brilliant. That's one of my favourite songs right Oh, it's so good. Based on what you've listened to, you have to give it a score out of 10 bananas. Um, I do love her, so... <laughs> do you love her fiancé? Do you know what? I quite like him. From Staten Island, he's, fun, he's funny. He's funny. Yeah, I liked him. I've always liked him on SNL, the stuff that I've watched. He's funny, um, yeah. And he's, he's funny, so no, I appreciate it. So, yeah, probably give it like I made, I made a joke. I made a joke about him in the car, and I won't say it on air, but I'll say it to you guys afterwards to see what you think, because I thought it was quite funny. Just say it. <laughs> so, <laughs> Megan, told me, Megan told me that uh, his dad was one of the victims of 9-11. Oh, boy. But he also made a joke about Ariana Grande's Manchester attack. Yeah. So I was like, is it in the case that Black people are allowed to say the N word. He's yeah. also allowed to make fun of terrorist attacks. Ah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was fairly insane. You look so stumped by it. I was like, I want to laugh about this, but I don't know if I can. Nah, yeah, I get you. All right, I got you. You can totally edit that out because I did not get the laugh out of something. More stop than anything, Andy looks disgusted. No, I think it was funny. 
So for that, it's staying in. Is that because your one-liner smoked me? And then no, 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 no. I can't see no. what you're doing. You can. Say, say nothing and then just poof. I know, one-liner. It's funny because I still follow like the Staten Island Advance was like my the hometown news, newspaper from where I'm from. And like anytime you say something about Staten Island on Saturday Night Live, like you should see all the people like, Fuck him. If he doesn't want to be on Staten Island, he doesn't need to be here. It's like, settle down. He's like, fucking making a joke about how trash Staten Island is. It's okay. It's Staten Island trash. No, it's not trash. <laughs> I don't mean it in that way. I'm just saying, like, it's... Fuck my thoughts. <laughs> you know, this, this is my podcast from Staten Island. <laughs> That's how they talk in Staten Island. Do, do, do. So, uh, 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 10 bars. So far, what I've listened to is seven. Uh, Nicki Minaj's album, eh, not that impressed. But I've yeah, not really we, listened to it. We to be said fair. that last week. As um, well, yeah. And the fact that she's having a Twitter fight with a baby is weird to me. She's having a meltdown. Oh yeah, she's not having a good time. So Travis Scott's um, Future World, sorry, whatever it's called. Um, his album was out the week before Nicki Minaj's Afterworld, and yeah. Afterworld. That's it. Um, and apparently, merch sales come into consideration with they were packaging merch okay. with that yeah so, yeah so yeah. apparently she sold more albums on the week that hers came out mm-hmm. um, versus Astroworld mm-hmm. which was on its second week but because of merch sales his was still number one so she went on a meltdown about the fact that she's actually number one and because Kylie Jenner had instigated a meeting greet or something I don't I don't even know the whole thing about it she basically started having Twitter beef with a six month old baby <laughs> um, to the point that Travis Scott and Kylie Jenner were meant to be sitting behind her at the MTV Awards or the BMA Awards whatever awards it was at the weekend yeah. and they actually asked to get moved she's she's moving real weird yeah, right? like, like, yeah I just I've, think, I've never been a huge fan of her as a person I like songs here and there but as yeah. a person I find her to be just not, she's not cool. She's cancelled her tour with Future as well, and it's the North American leg, so obviously that's yeah. like money. Uh, but she's saying she doesn't have the time to rehearse to give the level of show she needs to give, but there are unconfirmed reports of that reason really being low ticket sales. Ooh, I mean, Takashi's supposed to be on that too. Man. Listen, Nikki, if you're worried and things you know aren't good, times are tough, just give me a phone, babes. <laughs> so beats together for some dope beats. <laughs> Look after her. And they might get up. Look pump. at her. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. I think she's. I don't know why. Just I think she's hot, man. No, yeah, I, I love her. I think, I think she's, she's brilliant. I think she's a good-looking girl. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like her. I she like her. her breasts. No, no, that's not what I meant. I was, I was moving. I was doing like that. I like, I like her. The... Just, she, I like the attitude of her, the rapper attitude in her. Like, yeah. In a woman. Don't, I like don't, that. I, I, like yeah, 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 I do like her music because I think because she has and she does it well because she has the pop hits that she knows will do well sales wise. Yeah. Starships. And she always gets the right feature. Something I've talked yeah. about a yeah. lot of times you guys. You yeah. know, the singles now is about getting the hottest two sort of features on your track. Mm. Nicki Minaj feature and Rihanna and Eminem. Or right. popping up, the one with Eminem, the track with Eminem is brilliant. And like you said, yeah. she, she can rap. She has yeah, she's great. skills and like, what? Yeah, all right. I don't know what I mean, but like for, for the pop songs that she releases, I think she does have skills. She thinks she has the ability to I think she turns heads, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. part of her appeal as much as anything is that she's really unique yeah. looking and dressing. Yeah, and yeah. I love the fact that she's not afraid to call people out for mm-hmm. calling her a bitch mm-hmm. and everything like it. And, yeah. Yeah. and it to, a, to get all feminist here, she does she does talk about the fact that she is treated differently because she's a woman because oh, of the way definitely. she behaves versus 
a man behaving yeah. the exact same way. I love that about her. I think she's brilliant. But having Twitter beef with a six month old baby, kind of draw the line at that. But nine months is fair play. Like, oh yeah, no, no. <laughs> Once they're walking and talking, fine. <laughs> do what you want. Dead ass though. What that incredibly fake ass. Yeah. That's too big. <laughs> <laughs> Get her pumped, Andy. <laughs> Mike, okay, come on. Carry on, right, Mike, it's your turn. <laughs> Jesus. So, wait, wait, we're going to give Ariana Grande's album, so far, we're getting a seven bananas. Yeah, right quite appreciate it. Like I'm her. Gonna, I will listen to that because I like Ariana Grande. Yeah. She's on um, Nikki's album, too. Yeah, they've got a song with each other on each oh, album. Okay, all right, I'm listen to that. Um, started watching Insecure again. Very funny. It's on Now TV, but somewhere, it must be on Sky Atlantic, actually, as well. Very, very good show. Um, Real Tall Bill Mars come back. The Joe Budden podcast. Inspiring this week, they got an exclusive deal with Spotify, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Multi million dollar deal. It's the first time ever for a podcast. Oh, really? To do. I was super inspired after I heard that. I was like, let's fucking do shit. <laughs> let's fucking get a deal. His podcast? Uh, Joe Biden was a rapper. Turned, uh, kind of, I didn't hear you right properly, pump. and I thought you said Joe Biden. Oh. And that's why <laughs> I was like, what? VP Biden? Oh my God. Somebody else said that I worked with me. They're like, Joe Biden is a podcast? I with would rock? listen the fuck out of that. <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, yeah, so that was really good. That's a really, really funny podcast. Podcast, if anyone, um, I need to actually, I might actually need to get onto that at some point because you've been talking about it for so long that I've I've still to actually um, give it a whirl. I also watched this documentary about dogs. It's not on there anymore because I just looked for it with my girls like the other, uh, last week at some point. They may have pulled it off by now. It was just super good. There was a point though where they were given the the, the dog was given birth though, and I was like, do I have to cover her eyes? Like I don't know if I should cover my daughter's eyes or not. Or... So you're telling me there's a podcast about dogs? No, not probably. I... This is a show on Netflix. Oh, it's a show. Sorry, not a podcast. I mean, it's good. Show. There's a TV program about doggos. Definitely watch it. It's very good. Settle then. Settle then. I've been listening to You, Me, at Six. I have a single out now called Back Again. Well, it's probably pretty old. And the Calvin Harris and Sam Smith song. I've been bumping that. I've not heard that one. I keep me because I do like both of those people. Me too. (laughs) I can't hear about Sam Smith and not laugh. It's just because when he was at the Oscars, he was going about about being the first openly gay guy to win an Oscar when there was all these people before him with the time when he commented on the SSE Hydro. Because they had it in like Pride flag and they were like, oh my God, they've done it for me because I'm gay. And someone was like, who's going to tell him they do it every (laughs) night? And I just, I can't, like the moment his name gets mentioned, I start laughing, I'm sorry. (laughs) so funny. His first album is actually very good. Can't listen to it all the time. I listened to it once or twice through. And it was a bit melancholy, but the guy has got some pipes. Oh, he's yeah, an amazing he's singer. What's the one he done with Disclosure? Oh, oh Match. Oh, Match. Match, yes. Oh, that was such a tune, man. That first Disclosure album, actually, was a banger. Yeah. Carry on, sorry, Michael. Um, and that's about it. I've just got, like, individual songs, really, on my, my playlist. I don't really have anything... Oh, there's a song called Emotional, uh, a group called Emotional Oranges. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> but the song is called Personal. Very, very good song. Listen to it. Emotional Oranges. Fine. That's all Fantastic. Anything else from anyone else? No. Well. Oh, the story that I had for you last week. Oh, yeah, please. That I didn't get in. Go Wait, can I, I'm sorry. Can no. I, I have one more. Um, it was a YouTube video. Oh, yeah. You guys would appreciate this. Give me two seconds because it was on WhatsApp. It was Joe Rogan breaks down Brendan Shaw. Have you seen this YouTube video? Oh, I saw oh, the an old one. That's that's it. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I watched it the other day, and he, <laughs> he tells him what he needs to fucking hear. Yeah. But was that edited? 
No. Oh, okay. I thought they kind of pieced it together because no, it just seemed like he was just abusing him for so long. It might be because if you actually watch the episode that it was on, if, if you're watching like a JRE clips one of that, it may well be cut okay. at right. points. But, but he told him what he needed to tell. He said Brendan Brent Schaub was a he was used to be a UFC fighter. Oh, he's not fighting one. No, he was he was coming. He was he was still he's talking about fighting in a. He's good pals with Joe Rogan, and, and Joe sort of was like brutally honest with him to say, like, look, man, you're not, this isn't for you anymore. It was along those lines, right? Like, because you, like, you, you lost he, a couple... He kept getting, basically what would happen was he would get through most of the contenders, then once he got into the top, top four or five guys in the world, that's where his limitations, yeah. that's where he was exposed. And yeah. there was no need for him to And continue. Joe Rogan sort of said to him in a way, is, is, I'm, I'm your friend, is like, I don't want to see you get fucked up. Just in front of everybody. <laughs> right, so first off, totally inappropriate. But secondly, so he was getting to top four or five in the world and was being told to stop. <laughs> no, because he was then getting his arse handed to him on the reg. I guess they were the He wasn't good between. enough to be yeah. a world yeah. champion. Yeah. He was like, he was, he was like middle of the road guy. Right, but I still, he's still like that high in the world and he's getting told, nah, yeah, but he also like, played, so weird to me. Yeah, but he also played American football. He dealt oh, with he? concussions. Yeah, he played for the. He was more saying it from the fact that, like, for your own health. But the well, thing, that's a fair enough thing to, to say. Right, just future advice for everyone: say it in private. But they know. But the thing is, so I've heard about um, like Brendan Shaw's talking to his was that after they done the episode, Rogan was like, "I don't think we should put this out." And oh, Brendan okay. Shaw was like, "No, no, I want this to go out." <laughs> I know. But yeah. since then, Brendan Shaw awesome. has one of the most successful podcasts in the world. He does. Where the comedian has another one by himself, and he also has his own show on... He's got his gig on Showtime, he's got Fighter and the Kid, he's got uh, Below the Belt, the Showtime podcast, he's got stand-up comedy, he's got yeah. coffee sponsorship, he's got he's got everything. Jordan's bleeding all over the place. Shocking. <laughs> My bleed for this podcast. We got a bleeder. What not to forget about him, just to sort of wrap that up, is the knockouts that he got were fucking brutal. Yeah, man. bad. Oh, they were bad, some bad, bad knockouts. knockouts, man. So, hey, so Andy, yeah. please, with your story. Well, I, I was ashamed I forgot to, to do this last week, but I've got it left over, so just to, to wrap things up. Because Tam would have liked this. Because he's a connoisseur of these, as am I. Okay. KFC has launched a new fast food inspired clothing line, including chicken nugget tracky bottoms. Oh. I want them so bad it hurts. Oh. oh we'll post a link to this on the Facebook page, but oh, uh, I want them. Yeah, I want <laughs> I'm them really on bad. Board. Look at that. Is, uh, Get my chicken nugget trackies for meeting tonight. Man. Listen, these uh, the this clothing line plus their fast food themed accessories are set to be a recipe for success. <laughs> and we are done for the night, ladies and gentlemen. Thank <laughs> you very much again for listening. Thank you to our sponsors, Paul Patrick Plumbing and Heating, yep. small reliable plumbing heat company, gas safe registered, fully insured, top from tap washers to heating systems. No job is too small. Get in contact now and get yourself a system flush as we're coming up for the cold weather. Definitely get that. Hell Pay yeah. the price now rather than a lot more in the future. So that's yeah. Paul Patrick Plumbing and Heating. Thank you again for listening. As you do every week, like we said before, our social media game will jump up. You'll find us on Facebook, Monkey Sword Podcast, Twitter, MSF underscore podcast, Instagram, Monkey Sword Fight Podcast, Podbean. Like I said before, Monkey Sword Fight, Fight Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> I am on Twitter at Wagwan Patrice. That's W A G J U A N P A T R I C E. I am also on Twitter at underscore M dots. 
I'm there as well, at my capella. Has Chuff remembered her Twitter address yet? Nope. Nope. <laughs> she just is there. Yep, I'm there, floating about. Yeah. You're one of the few that don't speak much on Twitter, yeah. are you? <laughs> no, I just I just like mainly funny things. Yeah, yeah I like to read and watch it. Thank you again for listening, following all your support, your feedback, your comments, your bra and noise. Anyone who's just to say, there was actually some good feedback from our boy Stosh and also from Ali Cook that was on the Facebook page if you want to hear some fun Bond facts that I forgot <laughs> to read out so yeah thank you once again we will be back next week thank you peace peace bye